like telling y'all to be quiet <laughs> and shit. Cause I was like, yep. I sat in the back, so I'm trying to tell you. I feel like this has me right now. OG triple OG over here, wow! Triple triple. triple but let's get ready. Let's start this. Let's start this joint off, man. So it's real love, bro. You know what I'm saying? Run up some that pack, Mahomes. That pack, Mahomes. He's still smoking on that Patrick Mahomes. He's still smoking on that Patrick Mahomes. Oh, is this Lights the Bitch? Huh? Is Lights the Bitch? No, it's not like see, Brad. Stop thinking hip. This is still yearning for your love. You see? Yo, I'm dead. Man, it's bitch, dog. It's not just like it. I'm just waiting for the doo doo. Because it is the sample. Shout out to everybody who had a good Valentine's Day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Shout out lucky, to the people. Lucky you guys. Sat, Shout out to the people who sat home and watched Love Jones on repeat. Shout out to the people who was triggered by Malcolm Marie this weekend. Nigga. Oh, we gonna get into that. Shout out to all the old heads. Shout out. Shout out to all the ladies getting wined and dined right now and getting their shit splacked. Shout out to all the niggas who got to get it on Friday. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the niggas who say, you know, babe, I can't get it today, but I got you on Friday when my check comes. Shout out to y'all, man. Hopefully you have a good week, man. It's going to be a stressful week for you, but hopefully you get that on Friday. Hopefully. Hopefully they get it on tomorrow, nigga. Shit, Friday? Shout out to the niggas who was too drunk, bought the hotel, and they all just fell asleep in the hotel, didn't do nothing. Shout this out Valentine's Day niggas. song is for y'all. Shout out to them niggas. Oh, I'm sending a link out. I'm sending a link out. Pardon me. Another shout out. Shout out to all the baby moms who son is their Valentine's Day, even though they really want their baby daddy to be it, but nah. it's just a little rocky, but they son going to be their Valentine's Day. Shout out to all the single joints that got a million niggas in their inbox, but they write on, on Facebook and Twitter. Why nobody want me on Valentine's Day? What a foreign concept. Let's go, man. What's going on, man? Welcome to Get Your Bars Off Podcast, man. It's your boy, Ari Starks, man. What's going on, Loso? Another show, episode right, 45. 45. Jordan, come Jordan back to the time, back. Man. 45, man. Hey, it's when Tom Brady probably gonna be still playing, man. When he's forty-five, man, you already know. You already you know. We're still on that it, energy. You just had to make it about Brady. On that energy. It's still, it's still, it's still that, it's still that championship energy over here. Oh, I big seven, big seven, big seven. He, big he's seven. big seven now. Big seven. You know what I'm saying? But what's going on, man? You already know. Follow us on YouTube, Get Your Bars Off Podcast, on all streaming um, platforms that Get Your Bars Off Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, 
Facebook, all that good stuff. Get your bars outside, all of that stuff. Most definitely. But man, it's Valentine's Day weekend over. You know what I'm saying? How was your Valentine's Day, beloved? I watched wrestling, brother, and I was chilling with my nieces. That's all I did. I ate that candy. <laughs> I, I I went out with a friend. That was where, where y'all go. We went, you know, I went went to Hooters. <laughs> you took her to Hooters, bro. I don't know who this her you're talking about. <laughs> oh, so you just went to Hooters? Yeah. Yo, yo, you was a wild dude. You got it. Yeah, my man's went to Hooters just for another day. And, and, yeah, you got it. You got it. Keep my man valid. Nah. Um. So I, yeah, yeah, I just took a friend out, and you know, it didn't work how I thought it would. So me, and my man, just went to Hooters after. Right. Hey, man. Like I said, it's just a regular day at the end of the day. So white man's holiday to distract the black man from Black History Month. It's a white man's holiday, like Christmas. Relax now, now, brother. You got to chill. Oh, no, oh, oh, wait a minute. Christmas different? Oh. <laughs> you got to relax. That is different. That is different. Let the crackers have their fun on that day. Energy real different on Christmas. Yo. <laughs> hey, ain't no Black Power <laughs> Company crew going to get me out of that. I'm going to keep rapping Christmas for the day I die. <laughs> It's still F crackers, but you gotta go. <laughs> you need you need to get an F crackers. Yo, when we make yo listen, America, when we get merch, we're gonna come out with a F crackers tea. Nah, we're gonna get we go, we got we gotta we gotta we gotta uh get trademarked. Them crackers gonna crack. <laughs> if, if if crackers don't do anything, them crackers is gonna crack. Them crackers is gonna crack, man. I'm trying to tell you, know, you. We need to trademark that, put that on the t-shirt. But I mean, speaking of it, speaking of that, man, this weekend, man, along with that, we had a lot of dope stuff come out this weekend. We had HBO Max drop day two. Um, well, we had HBO Max drop Judas and the um, Black Messiah. You had Netflix dropping Malcolm and Marie. And oh like, my God. Um, uh, WandaVision dropping a lot of good TV this weekend, man. Um, I don't know too much. I ain't really catch up on too much any sports this weekend. I'm really trying to just really they really gearing up to the JJ Watt. JJ Watt is the only big news for me. Yeah, it's the only big news right now in sports, but nothing too crazy. Main thing was just was TV this weekend for me in, in film. Um over the weekend I watched uh what's it called? The Dorothy Dangerous film. Um shout out to you, man, with that the HBO Max um link. That joint has really been yo, I was been watching some great stuff on it. But that Dorothy Dangerous film with Halle Berry, bruh, that joint was a good film, bruh. Especially from reading how like she was. A little bit in the Malcolm book, you know what I'm saying, with a little bit of, you know what I'm saying, rest her soul, but a little bit of, huh, huh, and a little bit of, huh, huh. But all of that, neither here. Hey, they all did it. It's neither here. It's the no best ghostwriter of the 80s. No judging. No judging. Cocaine no was the number one ghostwriter. Yo, thank you. That conversation, yo, I can't wait to have that conversation, son. But, um, but nah, that was a good film. Halle Berry in 99, bro, just really showed she was really in a different bag. She cold. She was cold in 99. That was so, prime Halle. Prime dog, and she really bought. I see how she got the um, what was a Academy or award? Well, for that? No, that was before Monsters Ball. Monsters mm -hmm. Ball was when she was that, that, was, that was the next year, wasn't that's it? That's when she went, yeah, crazy. That's the next year, dog. That's insane. she got the award for Monsters Ball, but I think she got she did get it. She did get an Academy Award for the um, for the um, HBO joint though, but still, did have to watch that joint, you know, trying to get some of my black history films in. So I'd watch some good ones 
that the documentaries, the films, such like that. You know what I'm saying? Especially why they got it all in a good little safe, you know what I'm saying, haven on these platforms. I could be able to find them at one spot for the time being. But for the time being, yeah, because right. once it March, when all this shit gonna be scattered <laughs> like a mug, you feel me? For real. <laughs> But nah, man, I still gotta watch that um, King and um, FBI Files joint. I know Joe been wanting us to watch that joint. Um, no, I've been talking about it. I gotta catch that joint. <laughs> no more Hennessy for me. I'm good. <laughs> Shit. But um, what I was about to say? Uh, nah, I think that that's that was um dope to see with the. I want to start. I, you know, I'm. I got my bars ready for Judas and the Black Messiah. But I know you watched Malcolm. Oh, no, yeah, you've been cooking. With this, with this being Valentine's Day weekend, when well, that being over now, you know, what I'm saying, mm. how was this film? Give your views on this film, and I want to ask how how could, like, what is your? Because I've heard what the the uh, moral of it was, but how does like this film, you know, what I'm saying, affect you? I guess in 2021. It is the most triggering movie I have ever seen in my fucking life. Everybody's saying this. If they if they can make a movie about the last year of my relationship with my ex, that's what <laughs> it would be. That my nigga down to the craft mac and cheese. They got that shit down to the fucking science. What happened with some? What happened with the? Okay. What happened with Kraft mac and cheese? I forgot. I forgot you haven't seen it. So I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind it. I'm still gonna watch it. Um. So okay. So John David plays a. He plays Malcolm. Malcolm is a successful producer director who had a premiere, a successful mm-hmm. premiere, movie premiere. The movie is based on, on young chats. Kenny's as the easy with a shaking. Um. The character in the movie that Malcolm created is based on Marie. Marie was a former addict. Uh, she was suicidal, and he cleaned her up and everything. And the movie that he created is based on her life. He just didn't pick her as the role. And mm. that's her gripe. That's her gripe. So while he's celebrating, she's in, in the beginning of the movie, She's he's celebrating, and she's in the bathroom huffing and puffing. So you know a fight is coming. You know a fight is coming. So when she comes out the bathroom, he's like, yo, baby, I'm hungry. Make me something to eat. Not in that tone, but, you know, a little nicer than that. Nigga, she pulls out a box of Kraft Mac and cheese. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, hey, yo. Oh nah, nah. Man. See, I'd have been crying, laughing. I would have died. And I think I was like, "Yo, I ate Kraft mac and cheese for six years." <laughs> like I said, when, I, when I seen that shit, I was like, "Yo, like, oh, hold on, dog. We gonna take a brief in the mission, man. My DoorDash is here." Nah, that's go ahead, bro. You already know. Mm, play some music. <laughs>
pun, 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 pun. You already know a little quick little intermission, all that good stuff. Whoop the whoop. My man's had to get his eateries. Of course, yeah. My nominees, right? Thank you, Kenny. You already know. You already know. Sue, I sent you the uh, link. Check your inbox. Uh, what's good, Frass? What's good, Kenny? Uh, we talking nothing now. We about to start talking. Um, we about to actually we talking Malcolm and Marie. Ma- Marie. If anybody check that joint out, definitely. You know, what I'm saying drop your thoughts in the comments. What you felt about the movie, all that good stuff. But continue, mac uh, and cheese. Mac and cheese. <laughs> mac and cheese. I had that shit for six years ad nauseum with my ex, bro. So she's fucking. She's making the mac and cheese. And old boy, old boy, you know, he eats the mac and cheese and he's like, he, they're, they're, they're having their first argument of the movie. Mm-hmm. There's multiple arguments. They're having their first argument of the movie. And at the end of that argument, Marie Zendaya tells him, oh, you have some nerve telling me that with a mouthful of mac and cheese that I just made you. So yeah. she like she uses like so she never mind. Continue. Continue. I gotta see the film to actually understand. I'm just listening right this moment. Fam. And like it, it, the movie takes you on a journey through what through a toxic relationship because it goes both ways. The nigga Malcolm tells her that he cheated on her with this joint and all this other shit. And it's like, and then Marie, like. Yo, and then the fucked up thing is the fucked up part is um, so like I said, Marie used to be suicidal, mm-hmm. former addict. Why is she playing this role so well, nigga? Have you seen Euphoria? That's why. That's why I'm asking. Zend- Zendaya found her pocket. <laughs> Yo, why? Know, like, why? I'm just saying this with Hallie. Like, why they know how to play fiend so well? Like, she, she found her pocket, my nigga. No, no, man. But that was between her and Hallie, man, they played. They know how to play some f- fucked up women really well, yo. Um, so she he tells her basically like, "Oh, I should have left you in the bathtub with your wristlet, like on some shit like that." And I mean, I don't care how mad you are at somebody. Personally, I, I don't. I, I wouldn't do that. I, I I couldn't imagine telling somebody that shit, especially if I helped them through it. Nah. Nah, man. I docked some points off Malcolm for that. Mm, that's so interesting for him for like this type of role, like kind of being the antagonist in a sense. I mean, well, no, there is no antagonist. That's the thing. There is no mm. antagonist. So if there's no antagonist, so so did so did did pretty much did uh, Marie have any wrongdoings in the relationship? Any any. She just called him out on his shit. Like she was big. So, okay. So there's this lady that does a review. She does a review about his movie. And when he's reading the review, he flips the fuck out. And she's telling him like, yo, um, you're this and that. And you flip out for no reason. She's reading him while he's reading her. Mm. Yes. Yes, Kenny. They're just venting. That's what it is. Damn, this is, but I think with movies like that from the setting that I've seen, a lot of people are saying this is like. Oh, and it's set in black and white. I love that, though. I love I like, because I think black and white movies bring a lot of focus to movies that have a lot of dialogue. Because I feel like black and white movies kind of drown out color. 
I'm not, you know, I'm not a movie savant like that, but from what I've do seen, I feel like black and white movies definitely do bring a good focus to movies with a lot of dialogue. Um, and I mean the ending is clearly um they they they, they basically fight and make up, fight and make up, fight and make up throughout the entire movie. And you can Snake Kenny said that's a fact. That's a the Morgan Freeman gift. He's right, you know. <laughs> He's right, you know. But um, but so what does that mean, though? I really gotta check this. I like this. I like this. Like they, they just it's they're just you're you're. It's one night. It's one night. The whole movie is set in one night. So what feels like this? No, it's it's a standalone movie. Okay. Uh, your boy, uh, Kid Cudi played a part in it. Hey. I think, I think he was a executive produce. He EP'd it. Um, clearly, you can tell he had a hand in this shit. Pain. Pain. Universal. Come on. King pain. <laughs> but, I mean, as far as a movie, I rock with it. Yes, like, he's only like a buck 40, buck 40 and some change. So, it's that more watch. Watch. It's a short watch. Um, the flack that it's getting is basically because it's it's triggering. Like I said, man, it's triggering, man. Like a lot of the shit they were showing in the movie, I went through with my ex for that last year. Mm -hmm. So it was a little bit tough to watch. A little bit, a little bit. Nah, that's crazy, B. That's not like a good film, though. Like if you can be able to do that. I think that's the that's what you want. That triggering Bill's conversation from the film and such like that. So I think that's I think they got what they wanted from that. Who directed it? Who directed? I'll tell you right now. Because Cuddy Cuddy doesn't get Cuddy is not a director in the movie. I think he's he EP'd it, but he didn't direct it. Um Sam Levinson. Now Sam, Sam Levinson directed. Hold on, I'll tell you right now. Sound familiar? Euphoria. I'm drowning in Euphoria. Euphoria, the show. He Interesting. It's just Can't a goddamn laugh. break off. This is just a spinoff of the fucking show. Spinoff. <laughs> nah, it do seem like it is though. On the low, kind of. When you said, as soon as you said she was like that, like damn, did she kind of just get out of that role? Overall, you know what I'm saying? Out of, out of. Uh, out of five blunt raps, I'll give it a three and a half blunt rap. Blunt raps, three and a half blunt raps. Well, it's not bad. It's not bad. Like I said, I gotta check that out. I see they got like an eighty-four on Netflix, but who knows what that's for? Like I say, probably because people got triggered and shit. But you know what I'm saying? But I don't know. I gotta check it out though. I'm gonna check it out probably tonight though. I was supposed to watch love movies and shit today, but oh, this is a perfect watch for Valentine's Day. Yeah. But I ended up just, you know what I'm saying, being with my nieces and watching their ass. But other than that, though, uh, we also had um, Judas and the Black Messiah. Yes, that film. Get in your bag, beloved. Get in your bag. Man, straight up. I mean, I think we waited for, well, I personally waited for a while for this movie. I'm dropping weed and shit. But, um, you know, been waiting for like almost damn near, I mean, six months since I seen the trailer, bro. Like, even we just had the the little inklings up here and about oh Ryan Coogler bringing up a movie about Fred Hampton with Lakeith Stanfield and, and and Daniel Cooley. I'm like, 
well, well, hold up now, brothers. Like, this sound kind of like some fire. What are we doing Excuse here? Excuse me, brother, 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 brother. <laughs> pardon me, brother. But, um, but no, I thought this was just thought this was a dope, um, setup that I've been waiting for for a while. Pardon me, trying to find my papers, but, um, other than that, oh, right here in my pocket, but <laughs> something in my front pocket for you. You remember that South Park episode? No, nigga, you had that shit in your pocket the whole time. You're like, yo, my papers at. I do that all the time, though. But um, but yeah, son, the shit was great. Um, like I said, I just want to first give a shout out to the to the cast, man. Uh, shout out Daniel Coulier, man. He if that's why I sent y'all the, the in a chat the documentary so y'all can. Yeah, you did see. say you did say that it would be better to watch the doc to get a better idea of Fred Hampton in the movie. Yeah, but just to and on top of that, man, just to see that Daniel Cleary really did did this part so well, man. And it made me watch his um I watched a clip of his Breakfast Club interview where they was talking about uh pretty much you know saying UK actors coming over here to tell black black uh, African American stories, whatever, whatever. But shots at Franklin. Those were shots at Franklin. Well, I mean it's, it's a lot of actors that do it. Idris Elba was Stringer Bell. Right? He's been using that New York accent forever. You know what I'm saying? I'm re-watching The Wire, and I'm watching Stringer, and hearing this nigga speak like that, I'm like, yo, that's wild that he's from Britain. Right. But even that, but anyways, but like I said, just him saying just taking the time to really get in the mind and get in the zone of, of who he was and such. But... um who he was and such, it really shows that these guys really wasn't, you can't, you can't play with these type of parts. You know what I'm saying? Um, like you can't, especially like you had the Panther movie from when it was, was like, that was like nine, five, nine, six. And it's like, uh, that was a good movie, but was it, what was it that real feeling of what we was looking for, for the Panthers? I don't think so. You know what I'm saying? Good hey, film. Less, but DZ, DZ said he ready. Ready. These type of parts, you know what I'm saying? Like you can, especially like. It's good. The movie from when it was like, Are you watching this? Five, nine, six. And You're watching like, this. Anywhere. That was a. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, but I'm just saying, talking about Judas and the Black Messiah, real quick. Let me uh, let me um, let's say you was yeah, I forgot you was there with me watching this. Duh. But um, but yeah, like I said, just knowing like you know, what I'm saying the. Seen the documentary, knowing what I know about Fred Hampton and such. Like, first off, I, I have, I won't say a bias, but Fred Hampton is one of my, you know what I'm saying, personal, you know what I'm saying, idols and such like that. I got covers between like him, Malcolm, and you know what I'm saying, uh, Kwame Ture. But neither here nor there, I was waiting for this film immensely. So to see that they actually took the actual time to really get in tune with the characters and such of that nature, it was good to see, you know what I'm saying? And even though, yes, he came from the UK, whatever, whatever, not too many people can be able to still knock this type of part. You know what I'm saying? Knock this out, knock, knock out this type of part. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about that comment about how they're saying, oh, well, UK actors are coming here to tell African-American stories? Yeah, yeah I mean, it's nothing wrong with it. Hold on. What? But, um, yeah, it's nothing wrong with it. My only thing is just, like, I 
just feel like there's other ways to continue to try to divide people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I joke about it here and there, but it's just other way. When you take it serious, there's just more ways to divide us. You know what I'm saying? Why did you take a bag for somebody else? Because they, they know how to, they know the story better than you. You know what I'm saying? Or willing to take this part serious than you. Who knows? Like, whatever, yeah. whatever. But, like I said, shout out to that. Um, Lakeith Stanfield, I mean, this dude continues to amaze me as an actor. Like, this, the depth he goes into with certain parts, man, like, from the part in Get Out to Atlanta to, you know what I'm saying, Sorry to Bother You. To oh, I think that was his coming out part. But even Photograph, I haven't, I haven't checked Photograph all the way, but just even seeing, like, he can even do the love story. Like, he is, his range is, he's showing is, is, is crazy right now. What you about to say? In Death Note. He was in that, too. Yep. He was in, in Death Note? In um, the Netflix series. He's yep. in that? Yep. Yeah, you play L. Mm-hmm. Wow. Lakeith, yeah. Crazy. That's what I'm so his range is what Earth I'm saying. His range is insane. And just the well, not even just that, it's just it's the dedication to taking into those certain parts. You know what I'm saying? Like, because not too many people like who wanna be the 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 take the part of the snitch that took down, you know, what I'm saying Fred Hampton. Not too many people are gonna want to take that part. They're not gonna jump on that. They're not gonna jump on that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like trying to be like, yo. When you ever seen the movie Mother Thou Art Loose? Mother Thou Art Loose. Oh, is that um? Is that like at least? Isn't that like losing? Woman, Isaiah? Woman, woman Thou Art Loose. Woman Thou Art Loose. Woman Thou Art Loose. Isn't that like losing Isaiah? Nah, it was kind of like Diary of Mad Black Woman, but like sicker. Whoa. Yeah. I don't think I remember. Long story that. short, Clifton Powell had a very fucked up scene in there, and I don't think too many niggas would take parts like that in movies. It's Clifton Powell. He's that's that scene is the reason why he's on my like. I don't give a fuck how many times he reprised. He's me. with Junior. He's yeah, with Junior. He's with, with Junior. He went. He went. Uh, what's buddy name from um the nigga that used to be the like super sexy dude, brown eyes nigga. What's the nigga from um? First of all, pause that. From Color Girls. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty motherfucker. Never liked him anyway. Michael Ealy. Michael Ealy. That nigga. Yeah, he's out of here. Whoa, hold on. That he is said an asshole for that color is, girls. Yeah, that is yeah. him. Yeah, he's out of here. What did he yeah. do with the color girls? You remember he dropped Michael the kids? That was yeah. him. That was that nigga. Yeah, the nigga from barbershop. You cool. You cool nigga from the barbershop. Yeah, he's out of here. The he's a dub. He's, he's a dub. He's a half dub. Them lights have a cool, yo, you, you stupid, but nah, son. That that movie, like I said, it's it's you, you really got to take a part like that and really be like, yo, I gotta take it to another level. And this is not just one scene or whatever, this was a whole movie. So to see him really do this and knock it out the park the way he did, like I'm hating him so much in this movie, but I'm hating him, but I'm loving the acting, you know what I'm saying. Well, that just shows his he's really him and Daniel Kui are becoming a, like one of the our fact you're hating him. <laughs> I mean, he's a good actor, it's a good role. Right. This nigga dying over here, bro. Get him some vodka. Please, please, please. <laughs> oh my god, where is it? Where's the donut? First, I get the first shot of the night. Yo, baby lungs, man. Calm down. Come on, where the iron lungs at? The iron lung, got to tell you where it's coming from. Baby <laughs> lungs oh, over here. Yeah. Oh, my God. We're going to have to call him Amber from now on. 
Nigga. Who is that? It's Brian. Oh, tell Brian I said what's good. Touch me in my ribs. Yo. Hey, you can see this nigga's stupid, me. These niggas are dumb. Like a cross. Yo, he gave him, he gave him the cross. <laughs> Yo, when the <laughs> like rib check, nigga. But yeah, so like I said, Lakeith definitely Daniel Kouye. They continue to show why these this next wave of black actors. Shout out to my man's from um from uh Dr. Manhattan from Watchmen. Like damn you, you about to play the in this the what's it called? Um what is it called? The he about to join with Jordan Pill. He about to redo Candyman. Candy Candy He's in that joint. Like you got a lot of even our boy from um ATL, Paperboy, like he is in mad films now. He was in um, I was watching, we was watching that movie Don't Let Go yesterday. Bro, he's he in that, yeah, yeah, that movie crazy. Like, <coughs> hey, that joint fire. Like, even the dude that's the lead role in there who played on um, the lead actor in Selma. Like, it's a new wave of black at black male acting. We I mean, shout out to the women too, but just the black male actors. Like, we don't got to keep talking about Will Smith, Denzel, all of these dudes now. Like, I think yeah. it's a whole new wave. We got <laughs> Denzel's kid. We have Denzel's kid leading the way. Right. But even though him too, like he's yeah, not good enough part where it's like. You ain't got to think about that connection and such. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yes, he was in he was in that joint as well. We had um, who else was? Shout out to this movie personally. Personally, actually, it had a lot of young black. We had the dude play Ralph Tresvan and um, and new edition, the new edition joint. Yeah, him. But he was, was also. In that <laughs> yeah, he was also in Detroit. Also, ah. so he, they've been moving and shaking with him. We had dude play RZA. Uh, he was in Equalizer too. He was playing. Ah. He was in there also. Um. The lead actor, the shorty from Project Power, she played his wife. Um, who else was in this joint? No, that's a lot of young. It was a lot of people, bro. Um, <laughs> the dude who played Rolla and Power, they had him in here as a main role. Like they had a lot of people in this joint, dude. A lot of people. Yeah. Um, extras from Black. It was a lot of I like, I like that shit. It was really good to see, man. It was really good to see, especially with the when you got um, Ryan Coogler. You know what I'm saying? Do as the EP and you know what I'm saying I forgot what the um who the director's <laughs> name was but they they Bro, knocked it out the park with this man they knocked it out the park. Coogler, anything Coogler touches as of late has turned into gold. Nah, real talk, son. Like, cause I thought he was directing it, but when I found he was EPing it, that's even better because you putting the right people in the right places to do this. When I got to take it up to you know what I'm saying when I got to take it up to the people at Warner's or whatever this was uh, made at. I'm trying to see who else was in here. Um, we had uh, what's the dude? My sister told me this was the dude from Like Mike, the white boy from Like Mike. That's who. Uh, Jonathan Lipnicki. Yeah, he was in this joint. <laughs> trying to see who else they had. Man, they had a lot of people. Dog. Wait, just, whoa, 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 whoa! He was in that shit. Mm-hmm. They had uh, I didn't dude know he was Martin Sheen played J. Edgar Hoover. I don't think I could ever unsee that again, now, bro. Lil Ray Howry was in it. Like, they had mad, bro. Just, if I could just scroll down this little list, bro, like, it's just all black actors, bro. You got to see, I mean, you got the white people, obviously, for the feds, but all young, you know what I'm saying? New, fresh faces. You know what I'm saying? Yes, definitely get applause. Definitely get applause. Definitely get applause. Bravo. Bravo. Nigga said Bravo. You say Patron, too? 
Patron. No, we do not stress A's like that. We do not stress A's like that. Hey, shout out to the casting. Sipping. Shout out to the casting in this joint, but I ain't think I'm putting on more weed tonight. Cough my lungs up. To get into the film real quick, I mean, you are if you already seen the documentary of um the assassination of Fred Hampton, you pretty much know the ins and outs of the story and how it ends and all that such and what he did. But I think the main things that you really got out of it was the path of William O'Neill and his his decisions that he had to make going into it and such, where it was like those conversations of like, you know what I'm saying? I think the ending where it was like, oh, not to, well, it's not really a spoiler. Where it was like, was either sell, you sell your people on a dollar or we pretty much look at you as pretty much you, you, got sold on what they preach what they preaching you know what i'm saying because they kept putting them next to the kkk like they were using that saying like they're just as much yeah such so they were kept selling that to him and as they probably selling to other people you know what i'm saying that this is how they were this is who they are this is the fear that they can do whatever whatever and i think with that only kept him in the space to <laughs> even more, you know what i'm saying do these type of things you know what i'm saying well even so he was just a snitch that they were going to put him in jail for, you know what I'm saying, for the thing that he did, you know what I'm saying? Because he had just, you know what I'm saying, he was like boosting cars or something like that, and they caught him and they said, pretty much, we're going to put you in, you know what I'm saying, if you go to jail for this or, you know what I'm saying, we'll put you in the Black Panthers and you become an info informant. And he chose now, that. Clear something up for me, because I've been seeing it a lot on social media. There's somewhat of like, people don't like the movie because of how it portrayed Fred Hampton. Whatever, what they say? I didn't see anything. They're like, oh, the movie did a bad job of portraying Fred. You should watch this documentary. Well, that's why I said watch the documentary before, so so you at least know who the, who the man is. If you don't know who he is beforehand, then you just, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I thought this was good. I think they got the main parts that they were trying to look for, for what Fred Hampton, the big things that he did. The big things he did was creating, you know what I'm saying, the Rainbow Coalition, uniting gangs in Chicago, which is something that most people can't even do today. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. people, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and did it for a cause bigger than, you know what I'm saying, just street territory or whatever like that. They're actually using it to better the neighborhood, funds and shit like that, have an actual army pressure if any, if any need be. You know what I'm saying? But doing that, the lunch programs, being in the streets, you know what I'm saying, like trying to get the people there. All of that such, even to where it's like he was further educating, he was educating the, the people, like actual classes, all of that stuff, man. Like, I don't I didn't see anything they show wrong with him. I don't know what they was expecting him to do. Like, if you, you want to go see all that in-depth stuff, go watch the documentary. That's what documentaries is for. You know what I'm saying? For all that detailed type stuff. Like, this was a two-hour film. If you want to see all of that extra stuff, how stuff was built and all of that stuff, him linking with the people at Free Huey. They even did the whole Free Huey. I mean, the Free um, Fred Hampton thing when he went to jail. So it was like, I don't know what else they really wanted to see. He had a short life. Like, the, the, he died at 22, 21. Bro, like, Hampton? Yes, dude. He was young moving in the streets, bro. Like, he was a young boss, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, he was the leader of the Chicago Panthers at, like, 20 years old. You know what I'm saying? So to for him to that's what I'm saying. He gained so much power in Chicago 
so quickly. How old was Huey? Huey, what, well, they started young also because they were coming out of college. But That's what I'm saying. Yeah, because Huey. By the was time, this was 60 to 68, 69. So they got to be in their like mid 20s, going on their 30s, probably. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, but other than that, though, it just shows you like, he these kids were inspired so young they got them young you know what i'm saying you would see these kids in the breakfast programs young they doing the pledge of allegiance but their own version you know what i'm saying i pledge allegiance to this there's not not no flag or nothing like that you know what i'm saying that's i want you to see it yourself but other than that's that fire yeah that's what that's why i said you gotta see the document so you can see it for real for real so you can see how they really were moving and with these kids and such like that but they were they was feeding them make if you feed hungry kids you know what I'm saying? That is why you're feeding them. You could feed them knowledge at the same time. And while you're doing that, that's going to bring them back. You know what I'm saying? Because they want to at least, if they're going to come back for the knowledge or the food or both. You know what I'm saying? And that you got your young pup right there to build up. And next thing you know, he could be the next Fred Hampton. You know what I'm saying? Or could be Fred Hampton. You know what I'm saying? Because that more or less, more like how they did that. You know what I'm saying? I but like I said, the, the movie itself, it was just really seeing that back and forth, kind of like cat and mouse type thing where it was just it was i mean it was kind of sick in a way how he was really like buddying up with these dudes man it was real sick is oh man he bodied this part so well man like they definitely it's when it comes around <laughs> award season man if, if, if it's not daniel man lakeith definitely got to get looked at because he had some moment like it's just little things that he do where it's just like his the the emotion he puts in certain parts and certain roles and certain dialogue is he really puts his all in his scenes man and i gotta give his flowers like right now this is a good actor man like the speech daniel koye was doing man like oh man he was cooking he was cooking food bro he was definitely had the accent to an extent like enough enough for me to be like all right this is fire you know what i'm saying he's like i live for the people i love it was fire bro it was a revolutionary I you know am a revolutionary. You know what I'm saying? He was doing all of that. He was doing all of that joints. Like it was that's why I was like, okay, if he can if we could take it out, like because you gotta think about it, the way like he was just sitting there and just listening to speeches, you know what I'm saying? And I wouldn't be surprised if he was doing that in real life to really mimic the voice and watch the documentaries and such that really mimic the voice to be able to really do that, you know what I'm saying? Like Shout out to him, man. Like I said, when it comes around award season, man, they better pull up on this movie again because this wasn't this was a good joint. Like this reminds me of like that same like kind of like cat and mouse feel of black hand black clansman. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, which is which was another I, I believe Black Klansman was um John David. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, sir. Correct me if I'm wrong, but was that John David? Yes, it was. Yes, he was that was his I think that was his first feature film, actually. Mm. Yeah, but just the same thing where it's just like you got somebody on the one side doing one thing while another right. one, you know what I'm saying? But it's like one one is playing one game while the other is doing other. So it's like they did that very well with this movie on top of, you know what I'm saying, showing people who these characters were, man. And then the ending when they show, like the beginning, they show like a, a played interview like with Lakeith playing in the role of the older William O'Neill. And then at the end, they show the actual interview. Oh man, this dude, that dude was something and, else, man. And this is based on the spook that sat by the door. No, this is based on a like real life. Oh, 
disregard that part of it. <laughs> this is happening. This is this is real life. Also like the interview, the interview they pulled book. from was from um my bad. Super Correct. Movie. That is also a good book. No, definitely, definitely the better movie too. Then check the movie. I'd rather you check the movie out too because it was banned for so many years. For you, if you have a movie for movie that's banned, I'll be watching almost every day to see why it was banned. And to see why it was banned is a great movie. But anyways, though, I I, I don't want to spoil it too much for you. But like I said, no, I'm not, I just, I've done spoiled Malcolm and Marie for you in like two not too much. Not too much. All I remember is macaroni and cheese. Craft, <laughs> craft, craft macaroni and cheese. But nah, this movie definitely has to be watched. It's up there for me. Like I already put it on my list as like great film for Top the year. Five. Yes, yeah, like just, just great te- like television film I've been seeing so far is between like just like WandaVision, Your Honor, Lupin, like this. Um, oh, it's, it's Lupin. I thought it was Lupin. Lupin yeah, no, you know me. Got to get my, you know what I'm saying. I thought it was Lupin. <laughs> I thought it was Lupin like, the third. You know what I'm yeah. saying. Pray for Paris, you know what I'm saying? We we ain't all the good stuff. Oh, hey, pray for Paris. But nah, that's that. But if you don't catch, catch that joint, though, it's definitely a dope movie, too, man. They speak on a, like a lot of different, like old French racism, which you know me, F them crackers. Wait, so, French racism, like the uh, the white guy from Power that, that always says some slick racist shit to, to St. Patrick with Lobos? No, no, the white guy, Tommy, the white guy. The guy oh. that he owns a club with. Oh, oh, he did. oh, he's Stern, whatever his name is. Yo, that nigga is differently racist. He always says some like, "Oh, I didn't know your people could own clubs like this." The water. I was like, "Yo," and Ghost never told off on the nigga. He never told off on the nigga. Yo. This nigga Brian want to be my assistant. <laughs> this nigga's stupid. Hey, you need some more to play, boy. This nigga's retarded. You need some more to play, boy. Here you go. Um, that's when that ended. That's when my mouth was dry. <laughs> but uh, nah, man, great film. Um, let me see. I want to give shout out to the director also. I just want to let me see who did the director. Ryan Coogler. Nah, he's the uh, he was the executive producer. I want to make sure. I, uh, Shaka King. Shaka King, that you know that nigga black. Shaka King. Shaka King. I'm just. Oh yeah, Yo, yeah. This, this nigga's oh, an asshole. Oh yeah, this brother. Oh yeah, he looked like he part of the Earth Gang. Nah, that nigga look like he part I'm of fucking Beast Coast. <laughs> <laughs> One of them Beast Coast niggas nah, right there. Say, shine your light on the world. <laughs> you one of them niggas. My, 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 my homie said, yeah, shine your light for the world to see. You one of them. Nah, man. Great film, nonetheless. Please go check that joint out. You know what I'm saying? Definitely needs to build that conversation. More people need to know about Fred Hampton, especially in these times. Like I said, when you have a, a young go-getter like that who made a lot of change in this city, in a city like Chicago in the 60s was one of this almost worse than LA, you know what I'm saying? That Chicago police is neck and neck with LAPD is one of the worst police departments of all time. You know no, I think I think NYPD would they could be a three-headed dragon because all of them are they all of them did equally right. destructive things to their communities. Like Harry Potter, where's the three-headed the three-headed you feel dog? me? 
what I'm saying? Chicago, Chicago, they kill Fred. New York, they just stop and frisk, put so many people in jail. LAPD, same thing. Yeah, sure, man. But it needs to be more light on that. But I'll always advise somebody, just definitely watch the documentary before you see it, just so you can be able to see, like, Fred Hampton in real life. See the see him moving with the people. Like, he was talking a lot of things about, like, education and, like, like education in the, um, what was it at? Not in the schools, but it was like in the neighborhoods. Like just the fact that he had the political education, that was that trying to take that over. Um, starting like banks and such like that. He's like, he'd rather put the focus on that than trying to like recirculate the black dollar and all that stuff. Same, the same type of conversation that go on to this day. Dudes like him was on. They were at, having a back then. And yo, at at younger ages, you know what I'm saying? But I think I think with the intellect of the generation today, where you got a lot of kids coming out of college. A little bit more in tune, you know what I'm saying, with their political science and such like that. I think it's just a lot of people trying to take that step up into doing it. You know what I'm saying? It's just when you see people, you know what I'm saying, when stuff like that happens to a young man like that, where he gets shot down in his own home because of the things that he, you know what I'm saying, he's preaching in the city, it put a lot of fear in people's hearts to really take that further jump. Even when you see today, you know what I'm saying, people from Past protests, getting arrested, coming up missing, all of this weird stuff. Brianna you know Taylor. Well, Brianna Taylor. If well, you that, did not hear about different. Brianna Taylor and you seen this movie, that's exactly what happened to Brianna Taylor. Except, well, it was pretty much the same thing. Nobody was in the wrong. Nobody was in the wrong. Nobody. Well, no, not actually. They were actually looking for somebody at the house. Well, isn't it DZ? Isn't it always the case when they they kill one of one uh, an unarmed black per like an they unarmed black man? Go, they went to go deliberately. They went to go deliberately murder Fred Hampton. Brianna Hamp Brianna Taylor got shot in her home, and it was not just it was not but justified why she, she didn't do that. anything. No, she, she, was, she wasn't the person. She wasn't a target, is what I'm saying. They yeah. weren't going to her home. To you know, what I'm saying personally target her. You know, what I'm so saying everybody, everybody else was, wasn't a target in there. No, the person that they were going in for, I guess, from what I've story, I haven't read the story in a long time, but the boyfriend was the person that they were going for, and she happened to be in the room. You know, what I'm saying what her I'm saying is they it's they were going for a raid. This was not a raid, this was an execution. This was like St. Valentine's Day massacre. They knew what they went in there for. Exactly. Like that's they the, the man asked for the man's plan of his home to get the layout of his home. This is something when you're trying to sneak into somebody's home, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, you do that for a raid, also. That's but like this, that's like that's like doing a B and E. Like, yo, let me know who the full And this is not, out. and this is no, this is not to make lesser of Brianna Taylor at all. I just wanted to make sure people know what it was with. Fred Hampton, this was an execution. Two different things. This was an execution. Like, yes, Breonna Taylor was murdered, still Justice Breonna Taylor, but this was an execution. There was mo like a man with a pregnant wife at home, and they even shot her. They didn't oh show that God. in the film, but she actually got shot. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Did the yeah. baby, was the baby? Yeah, she did. Yeah. Sales, yeah, she yes, she survived and all, but yes. Like I said, it's like I said, it's a lot. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot. Like I said, it's just that knowledge needs to be put out there and people have to be reminded. Yes, there's trauma and yes, it sucks that our black history comes with this type of stuff, 
But a generation has to know that within that, the, the good that we see of Fred Hampton, that's the bad that comes with it. But at least you know, you know what I'm saying, where, how it is. You know what I'm saying? You're not coming to this joint green face. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to teach this shit in schools either. I never heard that in school. Me neither. She never. got shot at the word of it. Yeah, they you know, it's just it's, baby 25 days later. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And he grows up to, you know what I'm saying, become the leader of the their um Black Panther char- chapter and such like that. So it's good to see that the, the continuation of the oh, you know the little the little the little man grew up to be that's fire. That's fire, man. The chairman. Yeah, so shout out, yo, say shout out to their family and such, man. Like I said, I, I, it's great to see that, man. Shout out to a lot of all the Black Panther parties that are still staying true to the foundation of what of being a Black Panther is. None of that fake stuff, not out there trying to live, you know what I'm saying, uh, a facade or out there acting and such. People that are really still living by the 10 principles and such like that, you know what I'm saying? But like I said, great film. I think more films like this need to be shown. You know what I'm saying? We haven't seen a Panther film since 95, 96. You know what I'm saying? And what was we, that film? That was the the Panther film by was Mario Van Pebbles. Join with um what's with join with Dwayne Wade. I always forget his name. Dwayne, oh um different world. The nigga from yeah, the yeah, world. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he played in that joint. But um that was a good film too, though. But um, but still we haven't seen that in a year. We, all we got all these slave movies and all of this mm-hmm. such, which is like it's nothing rubber, it's like come on, it's more to that. It's so much more See? to and i like that like in recent years we're getting movies about nat turner about fred hampton about um what didn't we get the um we got the harrier joint too yeah i'm still skeptical on that one billy holiday later on this week i think we got the billy holiday billy holiday documentary i'm Mm -hmm. interested in that joint what was the last joint that um Black Panther did? Black Panther did the last movie he made before he died. Oh, uh, Ma Rainey's uh, Black Bottom. That's another one. That was an amazing film. He cooked food in that movie, yo. He really cooked food in that Stellar movie. Stellar performance. Stellar performance to leave us with. But yeah, man, I just think this great, more great black um film just needs to be presented to the world, and just we gotta have more. Isn't and it's just not. That we gotta want it, we gotta have the right people in place to create it and have them have that creative control to do so. And luckily, we have a guy like Ryan Coogler who has the say so in the in the juice right now to be able to bring films like this to us and be able to put people in the places to bring films like this to us. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't think if I don't think too many people would ha- would give this movie a go, you know what I'm saying? Especially just like I said. A lot of people were fearful of the Panthers. You know what I'm saying? They were fearful yeah. of people like this. A lot of people think movies like this will incite, just like how we said about Spook who sat by the door. A lot of people, the reason why it was banned because they thought that movie would incite people to do what they seen in the movie. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people would probably say no to see, see why would they want to see a young black dude who can unite gangs and, you know what I'm saying, go against the pig and, you know what I'm saying? Well, I'm talking like them. Go against, you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> yeah, you see me? I got I got into it. But go against, you know what I'm saying, police and such like that to the extent even it's like they don't want to see that. They don't want to be a cause of They don't want to say, oh, well, you putting out this movie caused this kid to go shoot this cop. And that could be a whole other reason why this kid shot this cop. I think that's you know, a cop related out, to something though. like that. You know what I'm saying? I think that's a cop out. When they say, oh, this kid shot up the school because he played Mortal Kombat. 
because he played this, because he watched this. That's a cop-out. That goes to parenting. That goes down to parenting. It falls on the parent. It doesn't fall on the kid. But it, it also it also goes into, not but just the parenting, but it goes to a parent that at least is not in tune to what that kid is going through in their in their mindset. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. At least looking out to get that kid that help that they need to be able to mm-hmm. at least express that if they're not expressing it to them, find a way to express it so they can see what's going on in that mindset. Right. You know what I'm saying? But even though, but like I said, but, but that's neither here nor there. I'm talking about with more films like this where you got a film like Spook Who Sat By The Door where you see a, a guy, you know what I'm saying, utilize, take the ideas from the CIA, take it to his neighborhood and they build a militia and go against, you know what I'm saying, the police in their neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Even though that it's it's what, in the sense of war in your own country, which is what we've been going through for years, those is tactics that, I mean, if it ever got to those things, those are things you wish, you should be doing, right. but not too many people want to be the cause of bodies and war and all of that such and that nature. But I mean, not to put my, you know what I'm saying, my Che Guevara hat on real quick. No, go ahead. Throw it on. Throw it on. But it's just when you say, when you think of films like that and you think of the climate that these guys were in in the film of the Black Panthers in 68 and in the early 60s in Oakland and in Chicago and in the late 70s in New York with um, with their chapter, just the kind of stuff they were going through with with their places getting bombed, people getting shot in the street, back and forth and such like that. They were at war. You know what I'm saying? Nobody want to call it that, but that is what it was. You had one group versus another over, you know what I'm saying, over an idea, you know what I'm saying, or or over beliefs, you know what I'm saying? And that's how most wars are. There are there there's one group fighting over another over over some type of idea or some type of belief. You know what I'm saying? And it's just the origin. That's usually the origin of it. Right, man. But when it's in your own, when it's in a micro size like this in your own city. They don't want to look at it as it like that, you know what I'm saying? Because they're going to look at it as good versus bad, police versus the criminal, you know what I'm saying? Not knowing the, the police are, you know what I'm saying, the ones that are the criminals. And the people are the ones that are just the ones trying to hold their heads up and trying to survive. And that's how it's most most of the time it is at war, you know what I'm saying? You think of the Vietnam, Vietnamese war, these mm-hmm. dudes are just trying to, you know what I'm saying, do their thing and you know what I'm saying promote their socialism and live their way of life. They you know somebody's coming over there telling them, hey, what you're doing is wrong. And next thing they bombing them, you know what I'm saying? But that's 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 neither here nor there. It's just, but it kind of relates to because they were utilizing a lot of stuff that they seen from, you know what I'm saying, the Vietnamese and the Viet Cong and such like that. Like they would teach these type of tactics and such like that, and those type of ideologies and socialism tactics to the Panthers and such like socialism, Pan Africanism were big things with the Panthers. So it's not actually it's not actually something to say that's kind of um offshoot, but like I said, it's it's a great film to really go and see if you want to know about, you know, what I'm saying somebody other than Huey Newton, Bobby Seale. You know, what I'm saying if you want to know other than the famous picture of Bobby Seale, what other things made the Panthers great, go see this film. Go watch the documentary, the assassination of Fred Hampton. You know, what I'm saying see the speeches, watch the interviews. You know, what I'm saying learn about him. You know, what I'm saying he's he's somebody that affected me. You know, what I'm saying early in my years to take me on the path that I wanted to do by reading and learning more about the people and such. And I think I, t- I give anybody else that um type of thing to do. I think it'll be beneficial for a lot of people, and especially in this climate. You know what I'm saying? And that was very, like very eloquently put, brother. Very eloquently put. A lot of unity that we should definitely have more of in our community all over, in any state, any neighborhood, any hood, wherever. 
yes, I positivity and everything from that. Like ever since the pandemic, we should all come together. Shouldn't be a reason why it's still with mask on. With mask on. Yeah, with mask on. Six six feet different. Six with mask on. And up to five seven people. But I'm with you. But I'm with you, DZ. I'm with you. And please bring a negative COVID test. Shit. Just just for reference. Just for reference. Yo, um, can can I can can I jump on something real quick? Go ahead, brother. I need to get some off my chest. Divine, you a bitch ass nigga. Oh, who's that? Divine? Oh, Divine from the yo, you caught me off guard, bro. You caught me off guard. Divine is a bitch ass watching this documentary, bro. So they so did you see the um the Wu Tang Mikes and Men documentary yet? I did did you watch that? I I think we watched it. Nah. You didn't watch? Okay, maybe maybe it was just me then. Okay. I you know just me? seen it. It's on Hulu, right? They it's got on it on YouTube, YouTube also. On YouTube. I just finished it. Oh shit. Well, I gotta yeah, watch but that. Man, get on that player. Yeah, I definitely do. I seen it today. I was like, oh, I wonder if everybody else seen it. I was like, oh. Now that joint is it's, it's about it. It's about a year some change. Oh, that's why I'm surprised everybody's seen it. Now you know me. Shout out to Joe Bootleg Gang. We was on that. Bootleg Gang. But he ain't. He wasn't even on that. I was on that joint when like, I seen that trailer. I was I was ready for that because that nigga Divine. Need to see that story. Like not even as much. Like what I don't get is power. According to the Hulu show, power wanted to kill these niggas. <laughs> according to the show, allegedly, 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 <laughs> allegedly, power wanted to kill these niggas. And then he ended up managing them. Didn't tell oh, you. Yeah, remember, he was, he was, he was, his man's was Raekwon. You know what I'm saying? That was his people. You remember the song? You think about incarcerated Scarfaces, Peace to Power in My Whole Unit. Like, that's, that's, Power his, cipher. that's his branch. You know what I'm saying? So once he brought him into the cipher, you know what I'm saying? He probably was like, like this, my man's, whatever, whatever. Or I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe season two would tell me more. But, That's what I'm saying. Season two has left out a lot. Like I learned a lot through the documentary. Like the only thing that I didn't learn about was how did Power end up with them, and how did Ghost and Raekwon squash whatever they had. Well, I give that to Reza. I, I always felt like he was the one to say he squashed a lot of the beefs between them, just selling on the selling them on the vision. You know what I'm saying? But I'm interested to see how they play that out in season two, man, because they that joint is supposed to be coming out what May. I believe that's a nigga divine man. ODB was fresh out of jail, a uh, million pounds overweight, God rest his soul. And broke as a joke because Devon couldn't give him no money. He couldn't toss him a pack. Oh. They let all these niggas go. They let all these niggas go. ODB gets to stay. Mind you, ODB has a deal at Rockefeller waiting yep. for him. Yep. And they won't pay him until Wu-Tang lets him out the deal. Then Dane, but did Dane pay him to get him out? No, they had. So I guess ODB had a different manager now. He has some white dude named Jared. Or right, I remember that. I think he had dropped Rizza or dividers. I like that. I remember. Did that. you catch when Jared looked at Rizza and he was like, "Oh, you're Rizza." Mm-hmm. And Rizza was like, "Yeah, it's me. It's me." Like I'm my face. My Anthony Bronson voice. I'm my face crackle. <laughs> my face crackle. You know, crackers ain't gonna do anything. They gonna crack. That's for sure. They gonna crack. That is for sure. Like I just, I didn't like like that episode with ODB was hard to watch, bro. Because he, this is before him dying, and he's going through all this. 
His mom is grieving, like, while he's alive, damn near. Like, and all Rizza wanted to do, Rizza was talking about it from a place of, I want to set him free. When they were interviewing Divine in front of the boat that he probably bought with Wu-Tang money, he was talking about it from a place of resentment. Like, oh, well, I gave you this. I gave you that. I introduced you to this. I, like, my man, don't throw that shit in my face. Like... But nah, I think that thing, I think that joint with the documentary and the follow with the, the show was just because you got to think about it. Wu Tang is one of the most, you know what I'm saying? Their story is one of the best stories in hip hop. You know what I'm saying? And they're just the little questions you asked right there, like how Power got in, how, you know what I'm saying? Ghost and Ray, just all the back stories from Staten Island and such that we know about and heard about from old, old stories and such like that. It's just great to see it come to fruition now and to see that most of them come together, you know what I'm saying, to be able to do it. You know what I'm saying? But um, I don't know. I got to rewatch it. I haven't watched the joint probably like, dang, like two years. I'm going to hold you. It came, came out in 2019, 18? Summer of 2019, it came out right before the right before the uh, the TV show. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a minute, but it was really good because they had them all sitting in the theater. They was all chopping mm -hmm. it up. They did the freestyle and everything. Yeah, it was it was a dope doc. I mean, the setting, everything was dope, man. I think it was good for. I mean, I don't honestly, I don't know why they just why as of now, maybe to kind of get people in tune again with the show. But the show's not even on Showtime, so I don't know why they dropping it on YouTube at, all of a sudden. That's kind of random, and I think about it. Listening to enter the enter the like listening to enter the thirty six chambers is different now. I listen. I'll go back and listen to. Uh, I'll go back and listen to. Uh, what's it? Raekwon joined Ray out. Kwan. Yeah, Crib Cuban Links, because this seeing their you know what I'm saying compatibility with each other is crazy, son. Do you like, do you listen? Like, what's your favorite? We never had this discussion. What's your favorite Wu Tang um album? Ugh, I, mean, I probably have to say 36 Chambers. Yeah, because I mean it's just just straight back and forth. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Brian, fuck with it. Brian, fuck with it. My knuckles don't because they kind of hurt right now, but <laughs> I feel like Finn Balor at the end of that match. This nigga was trying to do the point. <laughs> you gotta see it, bro. The nigga got his fingers destroyed, bro. The nigga couldn't even do the point at the end of the match. Yo, they, Yo, he was really looking like timeline. he was looking like the dude from the Yin Yang Twins in the in the Whisper video. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, he wildin'. One got a limp and one got nubs for fingers. Damn near throwing up MSK. <laughs> Yo, I'm sorry, that nigga nubs gave me nightmares. Oh, who won? MSK or Grizzled Young Vets? Black History Month. <laughs> Wait a minute. Whoa, nah. It's one of them niggas in MSK that's not black. He likes you like Puerto <laughs> Like from Southern like, California, you like, like Rican or something. Like Puerto like, Rican and like a quarter black or something. You know what I'm saying? Lucky, you lucky he's Taino. But nah, that dude, the dude, what's his name? Wesley. That nigga look like Prez Mafia, bro. I can't, I cannot unsee it, bro. That nigga look just like Prez Mafia, bro. <laughs> like sort of guy, you got to see that joint. But um, what was we talking about? The uh, Ooh, but no, yeah. I can't wait for the um for that joint to come back out. The Wu Tang joint. That's it's it's gearing up. Like I said, they got a lot of hype going into it, man. And you know, the dude been playing RZA has been keeping himself active since the movie. Mm -hmm. So 
it's it's going to be good to see him going right back into the role. Got more fans coming into it. People have seen him in other films and such. Now he killed that role. He killed that Rizzo role too, by the way. He's killing it. He's definitely killed killing it. it. And he, I like the part that he played in um in the Judas and um, Black Messiah movie too, yo. He's he was a cool nigga in that. Job. Who did who did he play in that? Uh, it was just he was like a he was just another dude part of the party, but he was like one of the like I want to say like fourth, third in command type dude or something like that. But he was like a dude who got shot or something like I don't like he got shot in the movie. He didn't have a long role in the movie, but his impact in the movie was good though. Also, he was Chris. He was Brown. checking niggas in the movie straight up. He was checking niggas like he, he was Chris Brown and Stomp the Yard. Nah, not that quick. Not that quick. Not that quick. That is record quick, bro. Like that needs to be in the Guinness World Record. That the way they hyped that movie up, bro. They had that nigga Chris Brown, <laughs> Columbus yo, Short, yo, uh, whatever thought, he was doing. Yo, I thought Chris Brown died nigga, to the Schmitt. head for so long. He died, movie. Arsons. He got shot. I recently <laughs> just found that out. I Yo, thought he died. I thought he got in the head too. Today. I, will forever, I will forever kill like kill them niggas for doing that, bro. Like them niggas really sold niggas on a dream that he was about to be in that movie for the whole joint. Like this was Chris Brown movie, bro. They took that nigga out early. That nigga was in Air Force. How many people do you think cut the movie off after Chris Brown died? It depends on the demographic. <laughs> like, like 18 and under, probably. But, you know what I'm saying? Columbus Short was probably, you know what I'm saying, probably cool around that time. So they probably continue to watch the movie, the rest of them up. I don't know him from other than that movie. Wasn't he in Scandal? I didn't watch that, but wasn't he in I that? I don't watch Scandal. I don't either. I just know he was in it. He, he, was, got in, he was in Dutch or something like that. But he I was in Last Christmas, he was, wasn't he? He was... He was in Last Christmas or This Christmas, the one with Chris Brown. This Christmas, this Christmas yeah. This Christmas. I guess it was a prequel to Stump the Yard. Um, <laughs> hey, yo, relax. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> relax. You just got here. Relax. <laughs> yo, this is stupid. This man getting comfortable. That was stupid. But, um, man, what else we got on the docket, man? Hey, yo, man. 6 9 Meek. Oh my God, dog. Do I got the video? What's going on with that? What is going on with 69? Popped up again. I'm like, yo, like, why, like, where did he come from? No, you want to, I want to know where is Dustin and Cisco at when all this stuff is popping off? They have been so quiet since this man has got back out of jail. If you don't know, Sue, our OB Dustin and Francisco is two six nine advocates. When this man was on his tear, that they were just advocating and just trolling the streets. You couldn't tell them nothing. You couldn't tell them nothing, bro. Not one thing, bro. And now that this nigga is back out, and uh, he's he's labeled a rat, all that good stuff, whoopty whoop. Man, they have been silent, silento, silento. And just make sure he's doing good in jail because that nigga is going down. <laughs> Silent talk. They are drugs. The, the whipping Nene video. That, yeah, that nigga. He caught a he caught a body about a week ago. <laughs> he's literally, literally caught a body. <laughs> For real. That's he should have been Silento. He about to be Silento. Hopefully, they said he was chasing niggas around with a hatchet in like October. Like, like, why? Like, <laughs> yo, cocaine. Why? Who this nigga think he is? 
like in in October at that, like this nigga was everything. Yeah, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre or something, bro. Like you gotta relax. He said he was looking for his girlfriend. He was looking for his girlfriend. Nah, son. No. Oh yeah, they, he was in somebody else's house too. <laughs> looking for his girlfriend. people were always Nigga chasing niggas around with a hatchet. For his like, it's the clown posse logo. Like, yo, nah, I thought that I thought that was some Mexican stuff, bro. Niggas is chasing niggas around with that hatchet, though. Like, why no. niggas got hatchets on them? Like, you didn't hear what this nigga DZ said. He said he running around like the insane clown posse logo. <laughs> yo. Why is that your weapon of choice? That's probably all he could grab. Chilling with hatchets around, like that's probably all he could grab. Yo, so I'm saying niggas is going around. Ha- you probably having a hatchet hacking around leaves and such. If you on an adventure, nigga, like what's this Indiana Jones nigga with a hatchet for, bro? Like the nigga got like a plethora of like weapons. He was like, hmm, what do I want to use today? Mm, you reckon this nigga had an arsenal of weapons? Like, what, 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 was what was it? Men in Black when he went in the chair? All the weapons and said, bro. Nah, son. Nah, he get. He's going down. <laughs> He's going down for the count. No. But nah, so that was insane, dog. Insane. But nah, let me pull his video up real quick. Uh, uh, uh this meat joint. Oh, oh, a little background on. Pardon me. Continue. A little background on the Meek, sh- Meek and Six Nine shit. So Meek and Six Nine been trading jabs on Twitter and IG for a while now since Six Nine's been free. So this was like they were headed for a collision course to me at some point in time. What they do? Um, um, so oh wait, wait, wait. Before I even go any further, um, prayers to Saha the Prince. Oh, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Oh, let me remove me up here. Um, car accident. He survived the car accident. Oh, thankfully. Thank God. Jesus. Thank God. Um, prayers to him, his family, man. That's Before insane. I go any further, we get that out of right. the way. Condolences. Um, well, no, no, no. Oh, really? There's been a lot of crazy car accidents. No, no. You seen that pile up on that freeway a couple? What was that? A couple of days ago? It was a four four yeah. car pile up. Blessings to those families too, man. It's, that's a, that was nasty, bro. Like it was just happening and happening and happening. Like, yeah, bro. See, I show you, man. Southerners do not know how to deal with snow, bro. They just they they get a little bit of snow, and this th- type of stuff like this happened. Like Jesus Christ. They all can't be from the north. Yeah, you would have thought we was in Winterfell or something like this game. Right? Like Jesus, like man, I was just saying, but still, man, prayers to their family, man. That was insane to see that happen, dog. I'm trying to find. I'm trying to upload this video. The, the, the what kills me about the six nash is that this nigga was rapping poo shiesty lyrics at Mill. Yo, that dude is a sick man. Yo, he yeah. got a beard and shit now. He got the the implant beard. Yeah. I, yeah, he definitely. Yeah, you seen the video of the. Uh, oh, here it go. Here we go. Upload. Hold on. Come on, Chavy. Come on, play up. But nah, he had the joint where he was doing this like little video that you know World Star still been posting him like crazy, and I'm just like, nah, why? Like, why does he have a chia pet? Like, he looked like he took yo beard, put it in dirt. Grew it for like three weeks and just put Velcro on it. Like, said, put it in dirt, man. I ain't got a beard. I got a goatee. He looked like he had the champion form of my fucking beard. The champion form. The champion form. Champion. 
It's a Digimon reference. Get it right. Nope. See, nope, nope, nope. No, strike one. This nigga watched Digimon. Get strike one. Here. I caught you by here. surprise. Strike one. Caught you by surprise. This nigga watched Digimon. Get him out of here. See, I done told what? you. Don't. I told you. What I'm about to tell you about. Let's say about saying that stuff like that in public. I told you. Oh, let's, let's watch this Meek Mill video. You're the bitch, nigga. 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 I'll fuck you up, nigga. You're the bitch, nigga. All y'all niggas pussies, nigga. You heard he was literally about to, he's literally rapping other niggas' lyrics. I know I see it somewhere just like. Bro, the fucking irony that the nigga that is a public informant is saying he with police. He's police. He's police. Nigga, you police. Like nigga, what? Like that isn't something strictly out of a Seinfeld show, bro. Like, like nah. Like, but I understand why me saying, like, bro, why me? Why do you want to do this to me, bro? I'm not trying to bring none of this energy towards me. Like, you trying to get clout off me for what? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm chilling, bro. Ain't nobody even thinking about you no more, bro. Like. I don't understand the slander that Mika's getting either. Like, why ain't he had this energy with, you know what I'm saying, with Quavo or none of the niggas that's making songs with about you, Pretty Savage, all these niggas that's making songs, not about you specifically, but I'm just saying, they they there. Why ain't he called Rome Streets? And that nigga, that, he called you specifically out. Like, why he ain't called Chief Keith? <sighs> For real. I'm just saying, this dude is he, he's trying to pick and choose. Why he ain't called Chief Keith? And it's like, like I said, Meek is, is a dude. He don't got time for this type of stuff. Like, like, and I, I can appreciate that personally. Cause like, I'm just, I'm a dude that's trying to, I'm out of jail. I'm trying to get my, he just got off papers. If I'm not mistaken, I'm not about to get wrapped up in some stupid beef like this, with you trying to fight with you and you going next Why to you. You? Like, you're trying to ride on me. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to beef with a known snitch. Like, he about like, to going to jump into a pile of rats. Cause, what? He, Cause he know Meek going to react. But that's the thing, though. Meek ain't even trying to. That's what he's like, yo. That's when he was like, yo, this is what we're going to do. I think he was literally about to try to like, hey, whatever you want to do right now, let's do it right now. Or if not, we're going to leave this situation. All this like back and forth rambling and stuff is not is for what is for show. It's the, it's the show you're trying to present to the people. It's for show, you know bro. And it's doing exactly what it's supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? But I don't, I don't, I don't think it's going to have any traction two weeks from now. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand that slander that Meek is getting on the timeline, bro. I what don't get it. I, I've been trying to find it, but I didn't really even want to look for it either. Niggas so. are saying, because they're taking his tweet that he said, why me? And then they're like, oh, why he sound like a bitch that's trying to get picked? And then they're like, oh, why he didn't do nothing in the 6 9 
Yo, it Meek isn't a lose lose because if he touches six nine, he goes to like, why you ain't have your man's do that. But why would I want to put my man's in a situation with a nigga like this? You know what I'm saying? Like, why would I even want to do that? This nigga not even worth that type of situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe the niggas like who who don't think like that or have never even known any or been around these type of situations, or they don't even they just like I said, they want to call Meek the Twitter finger. That's right. these the niggas that are like that. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, I'd rather Meek tweet all this stuff than be in jail. Act on it. I right. have to post him on the Twitter. You know what I'm saying? From his mugshot. He's here for a bigger purpose. Yeah, past all that dude's up in the in the in in box seats with you know what I'm saying with owners and you know what I'm saying people in his in his class, not with you know what I'm saying dudes with, like exactly with rats. You know what I'm saying niggas who are literally begging and clawing to trying to get any type did, of inkling of what they had. What did Dirk say in the Drake song? Please do not play that little blowing the club because we do not listen to rats. We do not. I think that was directed somewhere else, but yeah, we can go with that too. <laughs> I think that was a little. I think that was directed somewhere else, somebody else, but Dirk was talking about six nine. Dirk was talking about six nine. He was talking about six nine. He was talking about six nine. Did y'all see that new Quando Rondo video? It's nah. a video where he get like he got some dudes like I don't know if he's like taking a gun off him or something, but it's a nigga with like thick platinum blonde dreads, thick. just like who? Dirk. Yo, these niggas is out of control in Chicago. Once again, you need a nigga like Fred Hampton to come unify these niggas. Or is this going to be a lot of more crazy stuff out there, bro? These niggas just won't let, just are just TTG, bro. Just train Yo, to go. Pray for Big T. Pray for Big King. Die. That's it. For real, son. But um, <laughs> what else we got, man? Uh, But not, like I said, that make mill stuff 6 9 I ain't even giving that stuff too much light because. That's the type of stuff six nine wants. You know what I'm saying? How you um how you feel about JJ Watt potentially coming to the Buccaneers? Um, I think that's a good lot. It's a good look for them for to continue to bring up their defensive um squad. But I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he go over there with his brother too in Pittsburgh to help them though, because they need a lot of help over there too. That shit will look crazy. Crazy. I mean, hey, even that hey, this ain't too. I forgot you seen Stefan Diggs, he put in this bid, you know what I'm saying? He trying to he, he hit he hit that hey big head text to uh, to, um, to uh, what's it, about brother JJ if you're, if you're a player what is your big head what is your hey big head text as a player recruiting it depends on your city so if we go in Tampa Bay you probably gonna show a ring maybe a strip club <laughs> or two like, I don't know what's in Tampa Bay bro open I don't know what's in Tampa Bay. Florida is open. There's no Rona here. Nah, I'm good on that. But I mean, that's 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 always that's always a good place though. When you got sunshine and all of that good stuff, Florida, that's always a good destination for players. Especially now, as you got a championship team over there, it's gonna be something he wants to probably run with before he gets up out of here. Pittsburgh, him and his brother, that's gonna be that'll be a nasty defensive line. That'll again. actually be a little bit better. That'll be scary. Mm -hmm. I ain't gonna lie, but him, J JPP, Dominican Sue, that that'll be crazy. That look like that old D line Slaughter. from uh, from, um, uh, uh Buccaneers from 02. like Simeon Rice, McFarland, all of them boys, yo. But you know, with me, New England a little oh. cold, but oh, we know, yeah, it's a little cold, but 
Philly get a little cold, but Philly welcomed him in open with open arms. What a cheesesteak. What a cheesesteak from Geno's. Everybody vegans now, bro. Anybody think about cheesesteaks? From Geno's and not Pat's. Because if you you ain't a real nigga, if you go to Pat's, you gotta go to Geno's. Which one was Geno's? That the one with all the lights. Yeah, the one from the I'm a boss video. Yeah, see, Eric told me not to go there. Eric, oh Jank, shout out Jank. He told me not to go there. He's like, nah. go he's after he told me to spot in the hood. I think it was, that's I think that's it that's was that. Jank from Philly, Jank from yeah. Philly. So he, that's why, I'm, that's why I'm still mad. I couldn't go to Philly, bro. Like I was gonna have a welcome man. He know all the hood spots. That's why, right, bro? You're from Philly. You know all the real, all the all the hood spots. That's what I say. I showed him where to go in Buffalo. He can show me where to go in Philly. But no, nah, I'm, I'm definitely, uh, I'm definitely eager to see where he goes, man, because he only got. You know what I'm saying? But so many years left. So he wants to leave with a ring. So Tampa Bay definitely could be a good look, but what they giving up. But he's a free agent, though, right? He's a free agent, right? Yeah. Yeah, oh, he's free agent. They ain't giving up nothing. They can just pick him up. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. So, I mean, I can see him taking a pay cut to go to a nice team. I can see him doing that. Bills. Yes. Yeah, I see Buffalo. So Buffalo, oh. Pittsburgh. or So somewhere it's going to be the two AFC or NFCs. I, I see him going to Tampa Bay, man. He got to be ring chasing at this point in his career. Tampa Bay would be the right fit for him because he'd fit right in that defense. And it's a free ride to, at the very least, an NFC championship appearance. True. It is, but he don't. Well, mm, yeah. Mm. JJ Watt hasn't gotten past the first round. Yeah, defend was... the Bills, Sue. <laughs> you better defend him. You better defend him. We got to the AFC championship. We booked this shit. <laughs> Defend the Bills. No, you got to. Because I was not doing it. Nobody want to come to the Patriots right now. OVP candidate quarterback. Yeah, I think Josh Allen should have gotten it. He, Josh Allen should have gotten MVP. Bro, he got four votes <laughs> compared to Aaron Rodgers, like 200-something. It's a popularity contest. Had no chance, bro. It's a popularity contest, man. Josh Allen had the better numbers. Yeah, he had two more than Pat Mahomes. <laughs> smoking on that Patrick Mahomes. Smoking on that Patrick Mahomes. Still still smoking on that Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen better numbers, man. Better numbers, better record. Like, yeah. Rodgers got it because he's popular. But he did show out this year, though, and they had a Kurt great Allen. They, yeah, but they, yeah, I don't know, man. Don't know. 13 and three, 13 and three for Buffalo. Yeah, everybody in the house works for Rodgers. Yeah, but uh, you already know, boys. You already know how that went. But, anyways, anyway, anybody think about that boy no more. What's the, what's the Super Bowl MVP? Then you went to a, to a regular season. Oh, MVP. Sure. Let's, get in, let's get into that. Let's, Let's get into weekend at Bernie's Brady. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, my nigga Brady was out there dumb lit. Yo. Yo, Yo. the daughter of Vince Lombardi is trying to like I get him from Brady. <laughs> he, tossed the, he tossed the um trophy across the boat to Gronk in him. And the boat was probably like from where I'm at to where that table's at. You know what I'm saying? And he's tossed the joint over to them, but. Just the back of the Vince Lombardi trophy, a trophy that they recreate every year. He already you apologized. Oh my gosh, like, man, please. I don't know. He got so if this one fell in the water, I'd give you a new one. 
What you, you gonna do? Apologize to Tyrone I, Matthew. That was he got seven of them. Like I give you one. What you mean? Like I could drop this one in the water six times and you'll be fine. <laughs> he already apologized to Tyrone Matthew this month. Got to wait till March. Like he's he's all apologies right. out for the month. Right. That's all you getting. You're not gonna get my man's when he was living his best life. And a lot of people saying they like this Brady a lot more than the the uh, Patriots Brady. I guess because of the, he's the not as serious, but. I mean, he was growing up there, though. Like, he was literally growing up in New England. Like, he's a grown man. He's a, you know what I'm saying? Like, who going to tell Brady to do what? Like, you know what I'm saying? His last couple years in the Patriots, nobody couldn't tell him what to do. That's why he left. It's like, what happened to Favre? Who told him what to do when he went to Minnesota? Yeah, and then when he went to New York, he was sending bitches. Couple people told him what to do in New York. Mm. But... (laughs) But <laughs> couple people, yeah. <laughs> but no, I think I think it's good for him, man. I think it was dope to see him like stepping out of the shell that they always thought he was like this stuck up, you know, saying prick type white boy. Like it's, it was, I never thought he was like that. Like Brady, yo, Brady never, never even showed nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't even hate. I could not even hate. I called him a lightweight because he is, but I couldn't even hate, bro. He living his best life. My man's wasn't a lightweight, man. He was just saucy, bro. They had to escort him out the boat. Yeah, bro, because they was they hit land, bro. What would you want him to? What the, he would have probably been trying to talk to everybody and yeah. walking by, bro. Yeah, you can't be doing that in Florida, bro. We could that run up on some Rona, though. It's sick out there. I would not. We going straight to your crib, bro. Not to you might about to be talking none how of many, these. How many masks did you count? Negatory, not no. one, none. No. Sick people. So I, no, so I say Literally. we need to get out of this joint till twenty twenty four or something. Nah, like I, I say twenty twenty two. Summer, yeah. summer twenty twenty two. Yeah, everybody keep wait to this summer. Everybody gonna be out lit. <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> well, we're gonna be like, I'm back lit. Everything opening up too, bro. Concerts and <laughs> fields opening up, stadiums opening up. They're gonna be like, like, I'm vaccinated. It's gonna be babies born with this shit. <laughs> I tell you, bro. Yo, we about like, to see mutants born, bro. It's about to be the new form of X Men born, bro. I'm telling you, bro. It's about these people just don't get it, bro. It's gonna keep moving out here in these streets like this. They'll learn. They'll learn the hard way. I'm telling you, bro. When it be out here looking like 28 days later, I'm telling you. When they start chomping on each other, I'm telling you, bro. This nigga's gonna be out here just running at niggas as fast as ever. Like, how does nigga got 10 times the speed? Nah, you good. Nah, I'm good. Niggas is sitting there crawling on walls looking like Jeepers Creepers. I'm fine. I'm fine, bro. I'm fine. Wait, wait, what did he say? You live in the projects? Yeah, I said I won't be able to tell if they zombies or fiends. Don't say that. I live in the projects. You live in the PJs. Like, like TV show. Yes, sir. Nah, my man been in them bricks. Yeah, that's not, I try not to be in the light field too long. Yeah. Trying to Yo, find my out. So Ari told me that the song length, he used where you're like, I was like, yo, how far does nigga ZZ live? And he was like, yo, you know the song length field for many of them? I was like, yeah, like that's where he lives. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. <laughs> see, what? see these tourists too. You see how these tourists get so happy? I'm like, oh shit, it's a real place. <laughs> it's a real place. I'm dead, bro. It exists. I'm dead. 
Nah, son. Um, what else? It's, what else? A, real play. it's a real place for me. That's what got me. Um, <laughs> you wanna you wanna get into you wanna get into the uh, Black Messiah soundtrack? Yeah, I did listen to some of those records, yo. That the Jay and Nipsey record, yo. I mean, that's that's what we want to talk about. Dope record, bro. I mean, what is to say? I mean, from what I've read, the record is a couple years old. Not the years record old. itself, the Nipsey the Nipsey verse is a couple years old from another song, but they just stripped the other dude's verse off and put J verse on there. <laughs> a lot of stuff that he was speaking on there, though. Hey, man, you know they know who that nigga was, but they were just the fact. I think I forgot how many years ago it was, but the fact that Nipsey was talking on a lot of stuff that you know, he's still relevant to this day, man. It's like you said, it was eight years. Eight years from that verse, mm, eight, that song is eight years old. Jesus Christ, yo, that's crazy. Yeah, bro, Nip was different, bro. Yeah, Nip really been, and that's when, when he when he started really started going. That's around two thousand twelve ish. You say 21. that's when he started like mailbox money and shit like that. Crenshaw, yeah. that was around that's that time. That's that. That's that era when he started wilding out. When he started really getting crazy with it, but um. Yeah, he was this record. This record was definitely fire. Matter of fact, let's let's play the joint actually. Hell yeah. You already know we definitely gonna get back on our music stuff. We definitely gotta play our records. Uh, yeah, wave of the week is coming back tonight. Wave is definitely coming back tonight. Let me put my charger in real quick. Blood clot! Blood clot charger boy! <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> No, this nigga just came. He just kicked Patois out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, do y'all do y'all eat y'all beef patty with the cocoa bread or without the cocoa bread? What? Cocoa bread. What is the cocoa bread? I, I, I've seen I've seen somebody with that before. I, I don't think I've known somebody, but Same. they just regular real talk. They just be greasy and you know what I'm saying? I don't know what else they eat beef patties is. I can only have that cocoa bread one time because they put the beef patty over the cocoa bread. Oh no, 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 no. They just do the beef patty with the um whatever is inside, maybe steak, the beef, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a charred bun. It's it's not nah, cocoa bread is like really sweet, like um, it's how it sounds. Cocoa it's African, right? Oh. Yeah. That's why I know. I know. I, I think. I think it might be it's West. It's West. It's West. West in West is West Indian. That sounds good as fuck right now. Shit, nigga, you live in New York. Nah, son. We we don't. We, you, you really got to be on the West Side or know it like a little African joint or one of them like spiritual yeah. miracle type joints that be yeah, just having spiritual that type of miracle. Everybody will be going to this type we, of for that type stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, we found the title of the show. Spiritual miracle, <laughs> spiritual miracle, girl. Right? That's your chakra mama, right there, bro. Nigga. Where's this record at, bro? But uh, let's go to Ray. What it feels. This is number five. I thought this would have been the intro. And this is what it feels like. And this is what it feels like. Test, you see what your text is worth. Diamonds and pipes, one of them pressure first. 
Street niggas still I get checks and spurts. I feel peace, but before I get pressed, I merch. Better days, pray for what expecting worse. At this level, bullshit, I'm blessed to serve. Cruising in the six, looking at the proceeds to rap music on my wrist. Drop on. another mixtape, my shit moving out this bitch. Mouth for my baby, the rudder moving out this bitch. I see why Ross wanted to sign him. Yeah. Like, when you're talking like this, right? Mental, like, that's like you being a rapper, you know, about shit, you feel me, the other people. Like, you can do this, you can put them into your rap, you'll study mm-hmm. that he did. Mm-hmm. stupid. He was for us, nigga. He wasn't no dummy. That's why he was mm-hmm. keeping him to music. Talk that shit. Talk that shit, Brian. Talk that right. shit. I wish I had a Snoop. I wish I had my Snoop gift, bruh. Which one? Oh, the, 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 nah, nah. I'm sorry. I got to bring, now. Nah, I got to bring Jovito back, bro. Nah, Rock Hall of Fame and Duffy. Yo, vote my nigga in the Rock vote Hall of Fame, B, for real. Vote him in. Come on. Oh, I wish I had a hat to throw. Come on. I need a haircut. I ain't taking mine off. Yeah, I ain't taking mine off, man. I'm sorry. I need a haircut. <laughs> You never land no jokes aside. This nigga is in his 40s. He's about to be 50 years old. Goat Z. Can you run that last part back? Yeah, you got you. Yo, Hope is just. Hope is just not different. No, I got that's the line I gotta hear again. Oh, the Neverland shit. Oh my god. Just to clarify it further. So y'all niggas can know. Come on, this nigga hope is not too to mess with. Still, and this man what? is 50, ain't he 50 years old now? He's getting better. He's had a birthday, he's 49. Age, bro. Oh, 50, right? He's like oh, 50 or 50 Whole 50 or 52. He just had his birthday like December. Yeah. Fifty-one years old, and he's still rapping like this. He's getting better with age, man. Four, four, four. This nigga told you I could have rapped like Talib Kweli, and I chose to. Nah, son, he was dead serious, man. Because he's really could have since four forty-four, 
And me even want to go to young black and you know what I'm saying young black and uh young gifted and black young gifted and black when he was wilding on that joint like he always had it in the tuck for so see but I think like this I think this incarnation of Jay so to speak started with four 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 very true well I listen let's keep it tall I think it started with lemonade no that's that's a hot take that's a hot take my friend because, I mean, if you see, a sh if, you, if, you, if wifey's in the crib in this zone, y'all got to be having these conversations to build on this type of music. You know what I'm saying? You know they two peas in a pod. Well, you know they set the shit up. You know what I'm saying? Like, we definitely about to, you know what I'm saying, push this type of music. We got the air, so we might as well push the notion. We see with the Super Bowl performance, him talking about the Super Bowl. Now we in the space to be able to make the moves to who performs on the Super Bowl now. Like, mm -hmm. it's crazy, this type of moves that have been making since this stuff. I mean... People have their, you know what I'm saying, their ins and outs about how you feel about him. Obviously, he does his capitalist things. Capitalist is going to be capitalist. But at the and end of the And let's be clear. We're talking about Hove the Musician. Yes, sure. we're talking about Hove the Musician. Sure. But we, 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 can't, we can't separate it because the content that he's talking about is, the t it, 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 if, you, if it's the content that you're speaking on, when you're talking about certain things you got to kind of have this type of content you got to kind of have a little bit of action behind it you but know he's not judged on content he's judged on who he hangs around with that is i give you that i can give you that i give you that but it but that your circle does make a big thing about who you are and where you are in the right. space of your life too you know what i'm saying but that's neither here nor there that's another conversation what we talking about right here and is is this record him nipsey a collab that we felt like it we was just kind of robbed of, but we still were able to get it through the grace of grace of technology and music, That's man. For real, for real. Big, I think it's I like think when this so nigga, this nigga, we did a versus. He want to play real streets with Fifty Cent in in in. Oh in no! Tupac. Real it's killers, like, real killers, real killers. Like I'm like, yo, yo, did this nigga really play this? You niggas, you niggas' faces when I played that shit was hilarious. <laughs> no, I was like, you were like. Who's going off? Look, because 50 at the beginning is going in on Ja Rule, and y'all niggas was like, yo, what the hell is happening? going on right now? Like, <laughs> no, but no, nah, I was I thought this was really dope. And just to see where this type of stuff, like said, that you know, what I'm saying, like even with my, my brand was talking with um Nipsey and the mindset he was in at the age that he is when he was even getting into the game. You see the old interview where you got two ponytail Nipsey talking about, you know, what I'm saying what you can do in the hood you're taking over your hood the knowledge and all that stuff you know what i'm saying what are we talking about real estate and all that stuff just saying like i'm just not an average rapper i know stuff all that good stuff you know never you know but, when i knew nip was different what? when he when he remember we are the world for haiti kind of sort of you know I really he think popped up on that interesting but he popped up on that dz you remember i do he popped up on that he was probably the only rapper on that Oh, but I mean, it's Haiti at the end of the day. If you know, but if you know about Haiti and you know its history, I mean, why not? You know what I'm saying? Like Haiti's very, 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 very vital in Black history. But it's Nipsey, fresh off the Double XL cover. This is young Nipsey, new Nipsey. That's a big move. That's what I'm saying, though. That, but it, it, it's a catalyst of what he became before his death. Like how big he became. People he said think, it in his verse. He said, "I'm a young Malcolm. The way I'm moving, like, and you know me. You know, I, you know, I don't, I don't like to compare people. That's just, that's a theft of joy. Nah, we, we know you're not Luther, Martin Luther. You're Malcolm. <sighs> you Magneto over here, baby boy. 
You seen that picture? That picture is fire. With the Canyon Cross joint? With no, with the um, with Magneto. So it's Malcolm X. Oh, that joint. I mean, that joint been going around for years. I just saw it. For real? You never even heard the theory? A, nah. That's like every like white person who tried to be like, yeah, I know what's about what's going on. Yeah, with Magneto, he's like this, and you know, what I'm saying, and Martin Luther King. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, girl, oh, shut up. Like, <laughs> I love X Men, but this don't oh. even get touch. It doesn't like, clearly. It doesn't like, clearly. Like, this is, this is good to see in the book, and it's great because I'm reading it right now, so I'm seeing it like how, like, you know what I'm saying, the, the uh, prejudices and the racists, you know what I'm saying, go against, you know what I'm saying, the mutants and such. But, man, nigga, that's a book, man. We got people who got real bodies in these streets, like, you know what I'm saying? And you got the X-Men as painted as all these white mutants. So why can't you Why can't you do that with Black Panther? You know what I'm saying? But that's... Hey, now. Dre, holla at me when you want to have that conversation. Beast, Beast was a more sophisticated we'll side. Up, we'll pull up on his podcast and get Beast all his, his, his comic book uh, fans all round up and shit. Beast was a black man. Beast was yo. Beast was is dope, bro. I can't. I got. I can't wait till I start reading like his Avengers run. Like it's a lot of stuff. I'm still still um, following up on right now. Like I'm writing the Dark Phoenix saga right now. So once I finish that, I'm going to Avengers and Spider Man and all that good stuff. I wish I had the time to read comics. Like I wish I had like the patience. Bro, you could be doing that at work. I could, but I would much rather watch Snowfall on and Hulu. I, yo, look, look at my look at my sons right here. My niggas, I put on a Snowfall. Look at my sons, yo. My niggas, look at y'all. Get it, welcome, get it, get it right. Welcome get to right. South Central, Kevin. You, you my son. Let's get it right. Uh, man, y'all know I put y'all niggas son. on a Snowfall. It's not playing. I'm older than you. You my son, nigga. Get that right first. Nah, man. Y'all my right. TV sons, man. <laughs> it's like, don't be a menace around here. It's like, the. <laughs> <laughs> you better do my homework, too. <laughs> Yo, but I just want to say we was robbed of a Kelsey Grammer solo Beast movie, too. I liked Kelsey Grammer as the Beast. When did he play Beast? And in the original joints, the first ones, like the two from the, the 2000s. Kelsey Grammer played Beast? I forgot that. Dude, Kelsey Grammer needs a documentary. Like Frasier? Like Girlfriend's Fra producer Kelsey Dr. Grammer? Dr. Frasier Crane. Oh, that man. Fan. Fan. Kelsey yeah. Grammer needs a documentary, bro. Come on, man. You a fan. I'm a fan. Seinfeld, all of that. I ain't have cable. See? That's the, the 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 no cable holy trinity was King of Queens, Seinfeld, Frasier. Yep, and Seinfeld. Uh, the Simpsons on there too. Seinfeld, King Queens. We didn't, we didn't watch Simpsons. I'm I just saying, though, if you ain't have nothing else to watch. That '70s show that came on late. Darman Greg. Oh, whoa! You going too deep? That's a no, deep wow. cut. It is, bro. Mad about you. Mad about you. Mad about you. Y'all want a real one? Y'all, you took it right from me. I was about to say Spin City. Spin, Spin City. No, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. The critic. The critic. Yeah, that's the deep. I remember that's that. Came on late. We talking like four thirty and five a.m. Do you niggas remember Andromeda? Ooh, yo, I might have to pull that one up. I remember that name. Yo, oh my god. You niggas remember Andromeda. He's come on Man. three in the morning. 
Yo, real talk. Can we speak on that that um adult swim late night run, bro? Because I was having a conversation oh, with Jordy. Son. She said that that was like, like how we were saying, like how can affect like television that can affect kids and such like that. But how do you feel about that run of television for our generation? Bro, it gave us boondocks, aqua teen hunger, fucking um. What is it? Home movies. The original. We're talking about the original run. Well, well first leading question. What time did you stop? What time did you fall asleep on the run? On the on the, oh, on the shit. About two. Well, it was a school night, so about one. One. So you fell asleep. That would be around like probably like the Aqua Teen Hunger. Aqua Teen Hunger Force, probably. Yeah. yeah. Me? I say after the fucking second family guy rerun. Like two, three. That's like twelve. Nigga, we got room yeah. for that. Like I'm talking about the second time they show it, like when they oh, the second the time. No, you're right, you're right. You're yeah, because right. they show the 12 o'clock ones, 12, 12, 30, mm-hmm. and they show it again mm-hmm. at like three. Yeah, yep. that's why I was ah, never right. in the first period. Never. Ah, all right, and this is why I fell. This is why I fell right along with them. You know me, stayed up all the way till Metacalypse, Super Gel, and all the way till it went to home movies. And that's like four o'clock, four thirty. Yeah, I watched pretty much every show on there, bro. Songs, so, everything. I see. I think I'm I can remember. You got up at seven for, for school, huh? I'm assuming you got up at seven for school. What time we had to be? We had to be there. A homeroom started at seven, eight. No, it started at eight. We had to be there at like seven fifteen or something. Seven. You a wild? You a wild boy? No, nah, I couldn't be because our but my bus came at like seven. I think you. So we had to be there, but like. Seven, something like eight, ten was like. Spent, I don't remember. Nigga, first period like, like this. Always spent first saying. period like this. Nah, that was by that was by algebra class. No, nah, if geometry. I wasn't like that, if I wasn't there, best believe I came in there with mad McDonald's from working overnight. That that was my thing. They were like, "It's mad McDonald's." It smell like mad McDonald's. In nah, like, this nigga would really come with a bag of McDonald's. Yeah, hey, nigga, you smell like French fries. Y'all work. That'd be crazy, bro. I used to really be like, I'd be like, I used to watch Metalocalypse. Was just, I don't know why that show was funny to me though. Metal, like, it was I, have to look it up. I forgot what that show was. was, was, was about. It was just Actually, about a Brendan fan. Small. Brendan Small from Home Movies did. He like co-produced that Metalocalypse too, so it's a real good show. Trust me, it's funny as hell. I, don't know, I thought that run was <laughs> that that the C Lab twenty twenty one. I think they bringing that back. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. they are. Sure. Yeah, that's dope. I, I mean, that show was just mad different, bro. It was. It's a couple shows that need to be like reprised. Adult Swim. Adult Swim changed when the Boondocks got there. Yes, and I don't know why, but. It did. The journey when the Boondocks got there, that more eyes started tuning in. Like I said, I don't know, but maybe it was like I said, they still was playing like Super Gel. I shouldn't have watched. That. I don't know why I watched that show. I can't tell you why I like the show. It's like, like a I have no explanation. There's an Adult Swim show that I watched as an adult, and even I was like, "Hey, yo, I'm not watching this anymore." Which one, Mr. The Pickles? Super, yeah, Mr. Pickles is right in that Super Gel type vibe, bro. That show is is but it's I like, was like hey yo I was I'm never watching kid bro like I don't know why it was like I'll watch something maybe because I was like I used to watch a lot of horror movies so it's like stuff like that I was kind of oh, like that's your bag yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like bad. already like numb to that stuff so at the point I was just like well this is why are they doing this it was something like you watch but like I can't look away 
but like, all the right, like, this, like, how did we get here? Type stuff. Like even with oblongs, it was just had this weird quirkiness to it. Like, okay, I can't watch. Oblongs wasn't that bad though. That's a show I feel like they should reprise. I don't know what they would do with it, but I feel like that's a show. Adults should really have a. They should do a block like where it'd be like you know uh, how Teen Nick does, where they kind of reprise all of the old shows. They should do that for adults. Oh, you mean like how they do the um, they do like when they fuck. What's that shit called? They had it on like Teen Nick. Snick. Snick. It was like Keenan will be hosting it or Kel, like somebody. Yeah. Be it. But I can see Adult Swim doing something like that where you have like do like Henry Rollins or like some do like a lot of like the old voice characters from the people from back. Yeah, I, like, come on, deep cut. I'm telling you, like like a lot of people did the voices or like um creators of the show just come through and like just do a reprise of the old shows. You don't got to put it in the same lineup. You could do like a certain day for it or a certain block for it or put it on another channel. Adult Swim been probably is. Them niggas is sitting on money that they could have been expanded to another channel. Bro, they sitting on bread. They sitting on a lot of material. They sitting on a lot of robot chicken, run the jewels bread, a lot of a lot of old doom bread. Like a lot robot of robot chicken was my shit, dog. You remember the episode where they had the surreal life or the real world house, but it was all like like instead of like regular people, it was Jason, Leatherface, Pinhead, Freddy Krueger. <laughs> yo, remember the yo right with the did the, the, the Justice League joints, bro. They had Batman. He was like, why he was arguing with the crew or something. They was arguing like because he had no powers or something like that. <laughs> and then they went to the bar like man depressed. <laughs> like, man, somebody to do something. Just mad dumb, bro. Like adults was like, well, robot chicken, yo. I gotta give Seth Green and I forgot the other dude flower because he was an actor too. I forgot the dude's name. Well, what movie was he in? So you know his face, hey. bro. The dude that was the co the co um the co-creator of uh he was with Seth Green on there. Shit, let me Google it. Was he in Rat Race? I think I'm Google it right now. He might have been in Rat Race, but them two dudes, yo, we talk about it. Oh, this yeah. nigga. Right, right. Them dudes, them dudes stopped acting for a little bit and, and caught a bag. Matthew Senrich. Matthew Senrich? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was oh, in Rat Race? I think he was. I might I might be wrong, but I know he was in I know he was in some films though. Oh, from that like might not early, be his name. Late 90s, early 2000s. That, that might not be that guy. It might that's be it's him right here. Let me see him. Yep. That's is it him? I can't see John Little Blank. Let me see. Uh robot chicken. I know I thought I might I might be wrong, but I thought it was the I might I thought the dude was Brinkin 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 Meyer. Thank you. Thank you. Yep, that's him. Yeah, he was definitely in like some other films and such. If we break yeah, my nigga road trip, no, I still say that to this day, bro. Like, no, nah, yeah, he was in rap race. I, yeah, I knew I knew he was in rap race. He yeah, in he the first there. one too, with the with the really smart dude that that'd be like, yo, one day like that nigga turn into like the weed fucking connoisseur and shit. Mm-hmm. Yo, yeah, that was yeah, that's I just I love uh robot chicken, man. I think just it was a time when I, I ran the Adult Swim for that more than I did for Family Guy. Like, I was eager for the next. Yeah, fucking. Like, family had, Guy is everywhere. Yeah, it is, but Family Guy had a run where it was like, you had to watch it. Like, even like 
I even know it was on Fox, bro. Swim. Thing was probably late as ever. You so you know what I'm saying? But no, nah, Dog Swim was definitely like a great era of TV for me. Like just for that, like I guess you want to say for white people term counterculture TV. It was just mad different. You know what I'm saying? For whenever all the is, but one girl did. One girl did give me a good uh a good point. She was like, with it being on that channel 45 and kids like me who stay up all night. 45. Well, 45. It was channel 45 for me. Sorry. Look at how it come around. What episode? Come around. What episode we on? 45. But look how it come around though. But uh, yeah, for me, like I said, my mom she worked late, so I'll be up to you know what I'm saying three four in the morning just watching oh, you this were that kid you yes were that, kid? that kid bro like i'll just be up but i was in the zombie i, I was in the zombie act bro to the point that i used to even watch that show because i was like how did this nigga be up that late like you remember the joint with david tell bro i'm telling you i was really up late i used to watch all of these types hold of on i'm about to test your age you were up late right lately mm -hmm. you remember the girls gone wild infomercials. Didn't I tell you I was a Spike TV savant? Boy, I used to watch those like Pino. Yo, I mean, who nigga, I didn't have a computer yet. Did we have a computer? I used to watch those like Pino. Hey, you try, who was trying to watch porn on dial up back then? Like, that was good luck. Good right. luck. <laughs> like, I was like, dang man, if that little if that little sign was to the left. Yo. And then the way they made those infomercials look like a movie, like and they made it, they, it had a beginning, a middle, and an end. I was like, like hey, the commercial what? be like well, first part of the commercial, then you see the infomercial later. I'd be like, hey, oh, this show is good, but like they're gonna get back to this next joint, bro. Right? Hey. Are, are they gonna get, show us? Show it was so whack when they changed when Joe Rogan left and had the old random dude on there. It was like Francis something, like Joe Francis. Joe Francis was that the dude who did it then? That Joe Francis is the dude that did it, but he got caught. It was, a, it was another dude who did it then, then. It was a dude who did it after them then. He got caught doing some other shit. He got caught doing Joe some Francis. Weed. Let's see what being Joe very, being very doing. nasty. Best, best Joe Francis, man. Nation. An American, an American entrepreneur. <laughs> Robot chicken. That's what it got him. That's what it got him as, bro. Girl, uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Wait, what happened? Girls going wild or a uh, robot chicken. Look that sketch up. That shit funny as hell. Yo, I think every like sketch show has parodied Girls Gone Wild at least once. Let's say they just went bankrupt. Probably. Nigga, who nigga only fans overtook Girls Gone Wild. Who watches Girls Gone Wild anymore? <laughs> you see Girls Gone Wild on Instagram. You can see Girls Gone Wild in the hood. I don't think you see Girls Gone Wild in the hood. Not anymore. Not anymore. Four, nigga. Like, <laughs> yo, this nigga sound like the old niggas that live in the hood. Be like, yo, back in my day, you know, this is back in my day. It's different now. You don't understand how good it was on Decker Street. On Decker Street, there's some good days back then. I was not supposed to be over there doing what I. It was just, it was fun. Thought you lived on Mayblock. Nah, nah, I lived up the street. <laughs> Bailey and Dote. Bailey and Dote. May block and no go. I couldn't go over there. It's pissy mattresses and all that good stuff, apparently. Don't act shit. Like you didn't jump Why on the pissy mattress. I was. Then I was told rats piss on them. Then I was like, you know, this is not safe. I'm good on that. Yeah, this is too good to jump on the pissy mattress. 
Me, nigga, I was not jumping on rat piss infested mattresses. I'm sorry. I was back like, in the nah, day. Cool. I'm good on that one. Back was, in the day. I'm just be the only kid in the hood that don't know how to do a backflip. We used to take the pissy mattress, and when it would snow a lot, we used to sled down the hills and shit. Y'all sick, bro. Y'all some sick kids, <laughs> bro. Y'all sick. We had our own hill. It was just like a random dirt hill with mad rocks and such. But when the snow came, we would we would go right down that joint. But we would have our we would have our little sleds and such though. But we had our own little hill. We didn't have to go all the way out to the boonies and go to, down the joint. We had the kissing bridge. Never yeah, been there. Tyler Never been, been there. You know, it was made out of that material. But we didn't have no snow banks in the hood, so we just slid them down the stairs. I can imagine y'all doing that. That's why. That's why y'all niggas is dumb over there now. Down the stairs. Yeah, niggas is probably just falling down the stairs, running into the walls and such. Just that ass to the Taliban. Like when you look back at it, it was pointless because it was like a straight shot. But y'all niggas is crazy. They got the the towers, bro. Them niggas is yo y'all sick. Y'all sick. I'm 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 good on that. I'm them towers is no joke. I don't got time for them steps, bro. I can never live in Project Towers. There's just too many steps, bro. Like my granddad used to live in them joints, bro. I hated them steps. Don't don't they got elevators? No. Elevators, bro. Oh, they no. did, bro. That joke would be disgusting. DZ, you don't have elevators in your projects? No, it's bro, sorry, we don't got the luxury of city of city lobbies with elevators. You live in the city. We don't that's that's in the that's in the good parts. Oh, yeah, it's, the, it's, dude, it's the old really the like old the joints. It's like Marcy projects, except without the elevators. Yo, how did that's a crime, I think. And not as many fiends. It is when you try to yo, when I'm trying to help this nigga move, bro. Pain. I would have I would have taken a rain check that I was like, yeah, yo, I'm out of yo, town. I'm not here. Man, you don't understand. I was really trying, like you this is my I tried to, but shout out, and that's why I understood what Rory was saying on the JPP when he was saying, like, like trying to um <laughs> you stupid. Trying to uh, move from one of your friends is one of the worst things to do because, like, you want to say no, but it's like you can't say no. And thank you. And luckily, this nigga happened to have a broken leg at the time. So, like, Jesus Christ. Oh, that was that day? No, I think that was we had to move something else that day or something. I think we were going to record that day. I remember. Yeah, this nigga done broke his damn leg. It was this nigga with the broken leg? This nigga with the broken leg. Nigga, how do you break your leg? This nigga was Tiny Tim for Christmas. I was moving somebody some shit. You hard ramp fell down on my leg. I slipped on some ice. You can sue the city. You know that, right? Black people always want to sue. Wow. That's y'all first. Yeah, some suing niggas. I sue the city. You know that, right? Black people always want to sue, but don't want to pay for the lawyer fees. <laughs> I swear, black people always yeah. want to sue. never want to play for lawyer fees, though. You when the lawyer fees come, they be like, "Well, you ain't even do nothing." <laughs> like, you can sue the city, bro. I just really thought about that. That ice, that ice, you ice fucked that you up. You go sue the ice. You, you go sue the city for not cleaning that ice up. You know the government be having the weather machines. But it wasn't even a lot. It was like. You know, like black ice. Oh, that's the worst, worst type of ice. The worst type of ice. 
the worst type. I was like, oh, yo. So you're going to blame the black ice on the Black History Month, but you ain't going to blame the white snow that was on top of it that melted and made you slip. That's was wrong with y'all people. This nigga's on Black and evil and white and good. This nigga's third eye is fucking pulsating right now. <laughs> Son. I, I've only like sprained my ankle. Like what I yo, I matter of fact, nigga, I sprained my ankle playing fucking dodgeball. How? Because like, you know how you know when you play dodgeball, you have to run the bases, right? Oh yeah, yeah, shit. So when I ran the base, one of the bases was like this building wall. So to get to the base quicker, my dumb ass put my foot first. And when I did that, my shit went like this. Ugh. Nigga, that's the worst pain I ever I probably ever felt as a kid, man. That shit hurt. And then they were like, yo, put a, a glass in water and try to catch the they told me like put a glass of an uh, empty glass in a tub of water and put my foot in there and try to catch the glass. That's how I fix my foot. Why like, this shit don't work? Yeah. Right. Because I'm like, what? This shit happened two days before Easter, too, nigga. I, I, I spent Easter in bed with my leg up. Yo, that's crazy. I would have been mad if I was in the hospital for Christmas. Yo, random. No, I, oh, where? I would have been mad as hell because it was like right. It was like the fourth. It was like on the fourth when this shit happened, too, like December 4th. I was mad as hell. On December fourth, dang! On Hove Day, you gonna put that? You gonna put that bad juju on Hove day? day? On Hove Day, yeah. The Bills won that game too, though. We got a prime time Sunday night. That night, y'all never do. What happened? What happened that night? We had a prime time Sunday night game. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, did y'all y'all niggas got a y'all niggas got wild prime time games last? Like, I mean, they was they was they was they was they was something to watch. Yeah. It was definitely something to watch, man. That's definitely for sure. Now, DZ, how do you feel about because I mean we kind of ran the docket up. We, we, we ain't really got nothing else to talk about. So mm-hmm. let's, let's we're gonna we're gonna improv the rest of the show. Yeah, uh, yeah. This nigga Ari, right, tells me the story about how he became a Patriots fan. Episode 40, 41, I think. You go, heard check that? That? go check that out. How he became a Patriots fan? Go check that out. All right, just a quick, quick rehash, but nobody heard the story. Quick little story. Bet my uncle about two, two to five bucks or something. I can't remember. This was like, yeah, it was like five bucks. It was like 2002. That was the Super Bowl. Um, it was Rams versus the Patriots. I chose the Patriots. He chose the Rams. I won, but literally watching that game, it's, it's kind of the same thing how I became an OKC fan. It's like just seeing that run and seeing the game, you like, it was an amazing game. Like, how could you not become a fan after that? You know what I'm saying? Whoop de whoop. But I was still, you know what I'm saying, a Bills fan at the time. But like I say, it was just a bet at the time. But I was like enamored by the team, whatever, whatever. It was a good story seeing, you know what I'm saying, Drew Bledsoe. You know, Drew Bledsoe was out. Now Tom Brady's coming in for the game. Whoop-de-whoop, wins the games, field goal, all that good stuff. Whoop-de-whoop. But um, now we go to, with me being a Bills fan, I was, my main guys was like the Peerless Prices, Andre Reeds, Thurman Thomases, you know what I'm saying? Um, what's my guy? Uh, Damn, I'm high. I'm about to call him something else. Eric Molds. Uh, he's he's tearing up hearing them names. Lawyer Malloy. Who else was on no, the squad? Antoine Winfield. Pain. Pain. <laughs> Pain. Pain. 
who else was on that squad that I remember that? But that was that was my main guys that I remember. But like throughout the years, like I said, they were just started letting all of these dudes go. They were just bad trades, dumb releases. Dudes are just tired of leave, tired of the squad organization. Like the organization just really let go on their faith in a lot of the players and tried to rebuild and the rebuild that they put their faith in just never like came to fruition. They tried to go the whole quarterback route and put their faith in niggas like Rob Johnson and JP Lossman and such like that. And it was just, those, those were just some of the nastiest years of football I've seen in my life. And in that time I was like one foot in one foot out because I was still watching the Patriots and I'm seeing Teddy Bruschi. Somebody got their joint on? What? I see somebody got some other audio. Uh, I heard myself. Anyways. Um, My speaker is off. Oh. Mm. Sneak right down here with a little purple hat. Poofball hat, nigga. But, hey, rookie, get it together, rookie. Rookie. But, <laughs> but no, nah, anyways, long story short, um, I was still like a neighbor by the, the Patriots defense, Richard Seymour, Teddy Bruschi, you know what I'm saying? You know all those guys, Ty Law, Troy Brown, Deion Branch, all of those guys. All, all, all them bitch-ass niggas, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, say whatever you want, but all them niggas is legends. But either neither, neither here nor there. They be here. <laughs> legends, where the fuck? They got more rings than what you got over there. <laughs> man, look. You just roll my shit up, all right? Yeah, yeah. Smoke on that Carson Wentz pack. Nah, this is this is the uh this is the the um the Baker Mayfield where, 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 the Jalen it hurts so bad pack. The, the Jalen it hurts so bad. Whoa, that's favorite team Philly. Are you from uh he from uh yeah Mass? Yeah, it's crazy. Mass, it's crazy. He's out in Mass and he's all Mass, these Patriots hate. Now you gotta say the whole thing. I'm from Mass by way of the Bronx. BX would be next. BX would be next, but yeah, he's still out in mass. Patriot Nation. Oh shit. Um shit, I forgot all Kings and Queens canceled. Yeah, shout out to uh, Fraz. We spoke up a little bit on it earlier, man. I'm I'm hurt, bruh. I know Rock is hurt. You seen that suit he had on? Mm-hmm. That nigga went dressed like he was about to take that's why why are battle rappers wasting these great suits? On battle rap events, where you're about to be like, sweating profusely in his suit, it's gonna be stinking now. It probably like, all like Joe Budden style them. You mean stinking all under the collars and such? You know, rock sweat like an African slave. Like that nigga sweat like he was on the third floor of the ship. <laughs> like he sweat like a whore in church. <laughs> he sweat like a whore in church. I'll be saying that shit at work, and the girls be like, "Whoa, hey, <laughs> wait a second, brother!" Whoa. Uh, so this, it was, it was, it's messed up. I mean, obviously, with that, I mean, obviously, we know why somebody had uh contacted contracted uh COVID or some already had it going into it, so they canceled the whole event. But given that, and we were just talking about with our conversation last show with Phase Three. And how they are going to have their, you know what I'm saying, COVID, you know what I'm saying, restrictions, or if there will be any. Well, John John said it, they're going to have some type of COVID restrictions, but with three hundred the people they're going to have, we don't know what the how big the room is. If he says it's going to be like main stage type event, so I take it's going to be a big room that probably could hopefully fit maybe. Battle Rap Media is coming, is going in droves too. Like all the podcasts are going to. 
I mean, shout out. Listen, given how this came out with somebody contracting it here and they shut it down, being in Atlanta, I don't, I haven't checked how their um stats are right now, but hi, they are. Nigga, Rona don't live in Atlanta. No, Rona lives in Atlanta. He's just one with the people. That nigga, that nigga's the mayor of Atlanta. Oh shit! For real, like <laughs> we see Atlanta. Yo. COVID. Let me see COVID rates. Like a little baby out there. Shout out, listen, man. Shout out the homie uh Q from We Watch Battle Rap Podcast, man. They're gonna make their way down there. Listen, man. I... Get your bars all pod will be out. Two days ago, it said well, this was on Twitter two days ago. It says as of February 8th, national forecasts predict that 10,000. 10,300 to 20,400 new COVID cases in deaths, and this will be in Georgia. I believe. Let me make sure I'm going to read that correctly. We ain't going to be outside until these. They got, until over, they got, close, to, they got close to a, a million cases, bro. 940,000 cases. Yeah, of I'm COVID. good. I'm good. I am not touching Georgia. I'm good. I'm good. The, the devil is down in Georgia. His name is Corona. Devil went down to Georgia. He went for a soul. Yes. Georgia. Right here. And I'm just this is looking it up right here on, on, on Google. It's just like fucking wild, man. Like, and do people not like understand the severity of the situation yet? Mm-hmm. Like, great. come on, dog. Like but it just it's just it's just it sucks because these this just shows the capitalist mindset of America, man. It's like at the end of the day, they want more money coming in and health is out. You know what I'm saying? Lives are out, money's coming in. Who cares? That's the that's and that shows that's how America continues to be in their capitalist mindset, even when people are dying. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And people they find ways to make people feel like they have to succumb to this stuff by showing this sad story of a business being closed down because they can't they can't stay open because nobody's yeah because nobody's coming to the to the shop you know what i'm saying i don't care about your flowers nigga it's niggas dying out here i don't care about your flowers i don't care about your fruit shop my nigga like if i come out here which i don't know if you got covid or not you know what i'm saying you still stand out here coming in contact with all of these people I don't got the time to take those risks. And it's like, people are just saying, well, you just don't, you just want to stay and be scared for the rest of you. Like, no, like, it's not that. It's just, we have never been through something like this. I want to not die. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, I don't like people that much. Like, seriously. Like, I, already, I already quarantined for my, on my own volition. Like, the quarantine, like, that helped. Because I already don't leave the house, so. Exactly. I don't like when they try to make people feel bad that they gotta, you know, what I'm saying, want to make the want to open up businesses. These, these stadiums, right. I miss concerts dearly. Like I was about to take, I keep saying I was about to go on a crazy run of concerts. Um, the year that it started shutting down and such, I was gonna hit, you know, what I'm saying the festivals like as much as I could just to travel and such. But it once it shut down, it shut down, and you had to wow, get. I remember you started. You had gone to see Benny. I remember you started yeah, off strong with that picnic. Yeah, I was going. I, said, I was going to go. I was going to the um. What was it? To the Roots picnic. I had the tickets and everything. You already know we had the tickets. I was ready to go. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But but neither here nor but the thing is though, once it canceled and it was for sure canceled, that showed me that this was for real. And when you see the transition of the world and such, like you, it's something you have to get used to for a while till it's right. And the people are just have showing their, their just their, I mean, like I said, their American way of just saying, I do what I want. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's their ignorance. Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance, you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, like, I guess, you know, people, isolation is definitely is, is messing with a lot of people. They do want to get out the house. It's ways to be able to do that. But the, the way that they want to go is they really want to move like nothing is happening right now. Mm-hmm. And like, it's hard. To, you, it's impossible to do that. It's impossible to do that. All the deaths, all the cases, like for you to be ignorant of what's happening, that's on you. That's because you don't want to see. Right. And it's, it just sucks to see that happening in battle rap, too, where it's back in other words, like I get people. They would say, like, all right, we want to have the one to bring back main stage battles, the feel of main stage battles. I can really care less. Right? A battle is a battle at the end of the day. Bro, that you COVID rule. people to make a battle better. The like, battle of the year. Like, come on, son. The battle of the year happened in the COVID room. It happened. Daylight versus Rock is the battle of the year to me. People just don't want their brands to be shut down. They don't want their brands and all that stuff that they work for to be shut down. But, I mean, it sucks, but this is the time we're in right now where it's like people cannot just be out here like that and, and they, want the like ga- that. they want the gas bro they want the gas they know what the crowd comes the gas and they know without that gas they're 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 nothing and the i mean i think thing. a lot of people have been waiting for that go ahead to like once these stadiums or or bigger venues are able to be open they were probably ready to go and do this stuff like you know what i'm saying money to the side and all Exactly. That's what I'm a lot of people don't care. They just want to. They want to feel the. Oh, I miss this. I miss outside. But that's just shows the people are too stuck on their vices of what they had before that they don't know that how to adapt to what's changing now. Like that's crazy to say. Like a nigga during the bubonic plague. Like yo, hey my nigga, you still gonna be out here in the streets playing this violin and selling these fruits? Oh yeah, I'm good, my nigga. This, this plague gonna go get me. Next thing you know, he's dead because he didn't talk to thirty different people. Who probably got this thing, but you go just because you know what I'm saying. Like they knew it was deadly, you know what I'm saying? People, even when you had all the I mean, if you want to call them fake or whatever, all the diseases back then, H1N1, all of that other stuff, I feel like they took it a little bit more serious than they are now. I mean, obviously, it's not to the mass it is now, but I don't know. I think it's 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 not just us two now because now know what you're doing either. Now there's a little more sense of urgency because it's all the, of all the deaths, the, 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 and it's happening in real time too. But that's my thing. Is it? That's what I'm saying. I feel like it's a divide between the medical, like the medical field and the government, because it's like they are still trying to make sure their their middle class is still up in the float. But like you said, the medical field, they telling you like you got to keep these people in line and find some way to keep these people from having these. These numbers going up, or is going to? I think the vaccine will play a part in this too. Yeah, but that's the thing. A lot of people are are hesitant on the on the vaccine because they want to see how it plays out. And I mean, I'm on that side too, but I'm on on the side of seeing how it actually plays Mm -hmm. out. Not just I'm not doing it at all. If I see any more like discrepancies or any type of like messed messed up things in there, where it's like. Uh effects or any of that nature i'm not gonna jump on it but if it's i'm starting to see positive things from it with my own eyes you know what i'm saying How i've seen I, too many negatives i've seen too many remember I that's, was a, that's why i asked you because you was on the, you was right there you're in the medical field so 
Yeah, I've seen some right there. Angles, bro. They've been sending a lot of people home from my job with side effects. Like, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, dudism is two different type of um. It's it's two different type of joints yeah. now. They give you one first, and then in a couple weeks they give you the other. You know, two different type of uh, vaccines. Yeah, the Pfizer, the Pfizer one, and then I forgot the name of the other one. There you so go. But yeah, but I think yeah, with that, it's just right. still. I think it's just with us. I think what the people are asking for is a little bit more clarity in the information about the vaccine. You know what I'm saying? What is it that we're putting inside of us? You know what I'm saying? Pause. You know what I'm saying? People want to know. I mean, I mean that is, hey, I catch myself all the time, player. Hey, I catch I catch myself. You know what I'm saying? This guy right here, we ain't gonna talk about this guy. This guy had a, a month of damn near a week streak. It wasn't a glitch how many pauses he had. So that's a wild pause, bro. That's a wild pause. <laughs> Usually I let it rock, but that shit fucking <laughs> had me dying, bro. <laughs> like, yo. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, I paused myself in a good time. Anyways. Whoa. But um, like I said, but we want to know what's what they're doing with these um with the vaccine. We want to know what's the stuff that's inside the vaccine, what's all of these things that the effects and all of that nature. A lot of people are very we need information this time. Information is coming at us in all type of places. We we want to know what's going on at all times. So when we don't know or have that type of access to it, you're gonna be hesitant. You know what I'm saying? If you don't have no type of are they just saying, well, well, what was the one joint? I think it was like um they had an article or like a a, a news segment on my job was basically saying like how the African American community can get get along with trying to take the vaccine because you know most black people are hesitant but they're not gonna say that and then say why they're hesitant. But Tuskegee Airmen, you know why we hesitant about taking the vaccine, but you no. want to do whole stories and you're saying try to find ways to get this stuff into our neighborhoods without understanding the reason why we're hesitant about taking vaccines. There's going to be things that are going to be mandated. Like, there's going to be shit they're going to withhold from us, and the vaccine is going to be mandatory. I'm telling you, that's what's coming next. I'm saying it's it's a lot of things, man. It's I'm I'm not trusting Bill Gates in a lot of these situations. I'm still wondering what he's doing with that big old farm he got now. Like, it's a lot of things I've been peeping that's just like, just don't sit right with me with this whole, you know what I'm saying, heal so the, the world farm, situation they got going on. Farm. He got a farm? He bought like a real, real large farm, like mad bread, mad acres, bro. He is he when white people buy a, a farm now, they like to call it a ranch. That's mm -hmm. what they like to do. Ranch. The last ranch um that I remember was called Neverland Ranch, and he had little boys in there. This man is out of control. I gotta, gotta told you I'm sipping, man. I'm sorry. This man. Edit, edit point, edit point. <laughs> And then he goes and plays Mike. 
Cuz, man. <laughs> he said it perfect on this record. What'd he say? You you want to be starting something? This man up here trying to start stuff with my man's not. I'm putting smut on his name. Can't be doing that to MJ, man. We can do it to the other MJ, not this MJ. Nah, the other MJ is the GOAT. Relax. He's a nasty nigga. <laughs> not that one either. We talking about Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was not a nasty nigga. He was a nasty. You, we already seen the Tiger, Doc. That nigga Tiger, he was at him and Charles Barkley and that nigga Tiger Woods in Vegas acting the fool. He told that nigga, yo, you kind of like the whole, what, what, what did he be saying? He was acting out of body. <laughs> he was outside his body. Out of body. He was outside his body. He was outside his body in Vegas, bro. He told that nigga, "You're Tiger Woods." No, Tiger came up to me like, "Yo, how do I talk to these women?" Oh my god! Like, yo, like, you're Tiger Woods. Like, nigga, Tiger Woods. What's you're wrong? Tiger Woods. Act like it. <laughs> What's wrong with you, boy? <laughs> like, you know you're oh, having no. a cigar. Like, what, boy? <laughs> you. Bro, yo, Mike is hilarious. And yo, another thing, his son, yo, I gotta do his son is another nasty nigga. So Marcus they had these Jordan? yes, Marcus Jordan with that trophy room, this trophy room store out in Florida, them some other nasty niggas. What did we do? So they had the freeze out frozen fro freeze wow, out Jordans, know. um Jordan ones, right? It was these like patent, like the red, red, black, and one Jordan, Chicago red joint, but it had this like kind of like frost look over them, right? Right to go out because you know when he went to the um all-star game in his first year they were trying to freeze him out and such remember that you know the story like that right so it's a good story amazing story sneaker beautiful but next thing you know yeah next thing you know you start seeing a whole bunch of resellers with rooms full of the sneakers full mad room mad people posting all these rooms full of the sneakers and everybody's like yo how are we supposed to get the shoe if you backdooring all of these sneakers to all of these resellers? And it was even to the point I'm looking in the comments that the one dude is like, hey, man, you already know, man, Marcus, look out for his people in Florida. And dude even commented on him like, I don't think Marcus would even want you saying some stuff like this in public. Like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, like, dog, the sneaker game is disgusting right now, bro. Like everybody is in this for a dollar, bro. These the stories don't be meaning nothing. That I don't disgusting. want to partake. It's, golden it's disgusting, bro. I'm sticking to Air Force Ones and Air Maxes at this point, bro. If I can get some Jordans, I'm going to try. We might just be GRs, but hey, but it's it's really nasty, bro. Like, just you can't go wrong with some Air Maxes. Facts. You already know me, man. But it's just sad to see how this, even like Mike's son is out here, you know what I'm saying, succumbing to the nasty resale game and just is it's really sucks to see that. Just it would have with a dope shoe like that. Like you would be saying, like it's gonna be like two hundred plus thousand shoes to be selling. Next thing you know, when you want to join us a raffle, you only get like 50 shoes, 200 shoes left, or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like what raffle my nigga? Like yo, that was sick to see, bro. That was sick to see. Yo, speaking of Marcus Jordan, like how do you feel about like great athletes, kids not panning out? I mean, it depends though. Like they tried basketball, it wasn't a thing. You know what I'm saying? His thing was, you know what I'm saying, the fashion stuff, the sneakers. It, nigga, Joe Montana's kid didn't pan out either. I think that's I think that's a sick thing from us as Americans that want to see stuff like that to see if somebody's just because they come from that lineage or we see him, 
and success that his son has to do the same thing or their family has to do the same thing is really sick to see. What if that nigga just wanted to be a choir director? <laughs> Listen, if wanting to see Bronny James play his dad makes me sick, then I'm I got fucking malaria. But no, this but at least at least you've seen him in the light, and he's actually like look like yo, it's actually some potential. You know what I'm saying? Even we'll say with Ricky Steamboat, son, we seen potential with him. It just never panned out right with the with the business. You know what I'm saying? But he he was dope on NXT when he was with that first class. You know what I'm saying? Who was Ricky Steamboat? David Flair. Remember the dude that was in the um in the wrestling group a couple years ago? His name's like uh, Richie Steamboat or something like that. Wasn't that Ricky, Deuce Ricky Oh no, that's Snooker's kid. No, it wasn't Snooker. I'm talking about Steamboat. No, no, no. Snooker. I'm talking about the one that DZ talking about. Oh. Yeah. That's Snooker's kid. Oh. But yeah, but even with that, you see Brian Pillman, his son is doing his thing, even though I think he's a little overrated. But Chris Van Wall's kid. Well, but even that, he's he's trying, but he I don't who knows if he wants to be in the wrestling business or not. You know what I'm saying? He might just be trying to yeah. live. He might get blackballed. He might get blackballed too. Is it? I think some kids try to live through their, their parents' legacy, and I think some kids are, you know what I'm saying, kind of like when they try it. It don't pan out, then it's like they get a lot of scrutiny for it, and it's not it's not fair. You know what I'm saying? Because his son's probably it just wasn't they thing. You know what I'm saying? Even though it seems like you've seen him with the kid as with the as a kid, you know what I'm saying, playing with the basketballs and stuff like. But it's that don't mean they're gonna grow up to be just like him just because they about dribbling a basketball as a kid. Like that don't mean nothing. That don't mean if I that don't, if I'm dribbling a basketball as a kid, if I don't mean I'm gonna be the next Michael Jordan, that don't mean his son is. <laughs> The next Michael Jordan is so subjective, though. Like they like to throw that shit all the time. Like you remember Harold Miner? Come on, bro. Like they they threw that on him. They threw it on. I mean, God rest his soul, Lem Bias. They nah. threw it on him. They threw it on um. They they threw it on Kobe. You know, God rest his soul, and now they're throwing it on LeBron. Tim Tebow was not the next Michael Jordan. No, I, that's what. That's why I say comparison is a theft of joy, man. That's why you should. These guys got to be the next them instead of trying to let the announcers be. But the, comparing, it'd be, it'd be the, the it'd be the it'd be the media, it'd be the announcers that be doing that type of stuff, bro. Oh, you mean us, the media? Man, I just do a podcast, bro. That's media. This be our opinions. My expert opinion. If my, once, once, once anything I say gets put on ESPN, then I'll be media. They, they ain't gonna ever take something I say and put it on ESPN. It's gonna have too many expletives in it. When I when they when I hear when they say me finally, you know what I'm saying, calling out Roger Goodell for being the Klansman that he is. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Yo, of course it had Yo, to be. David, Yo, David, nigga, we know. <laughs> it had to be some left field, left field shit with this nigga, dog. Does man, that nigga would not let Kaepernick in the league, but he doing all this other stuff. That nigga is a sick nigga, bro. I'm yeah, telling you, he's not letting him that nigga that is version. like David Duke or something, bro. I'm telling you, he just hiding it well. Well, you know all these niggas is friends, man. David Duke, Roger Goodell, Donald Trump, all you, these niggas bro. is friends. I tell you, don't trust it, bro. Don't trust it, son. Um, nothing new. You heard about uh Fenty Rihanna's her line is getting shut down. Mm. Why? Yeah, uh, the the her the whole brand, the the parent company of um Fenty wants to put a pause on it. They didn't really why, why but 
They said they want to, they're going to be putting a pause on it. She do still got Savage Fenty, which I think is a separate entity, but the Fenty you brand is going to be is being um shut We're down. We're getting music. We're getting music. I don't know, man. I still don't know, bro. She. We're getting a new album. Let me see. <laughs> but she, I mean, we did hear some rumblings of it. You know what I'm saying? But, it's a reggae. It's supposed to be a reggae album. <laughs> No, I'm dead ass. That's what she said. It's only a reggae album. Let's see. This is from uh, BBC.com. It says uh, <laughs> Luxury Goods Group. <laughs> that niggas is stupid. And those, I love, a reggae album from her might be fired. <laughs> it's going to be a reggae album, man. Part the replay, part two, replies. <laughs> She gonna be she gonna be the one to try to reprise one of them albums. What a feature from Pop Smoke. Everybody will have a feature from Pop Smoke this year. Pop Smoke in the damn movie now. Pop Smoke gonna be rapper of the year given how many features he gonna have this year. I'm trying to tell you, that he gonna pop up as a hol- he gonna pop up as a hologram accepting his he gonna pop up at the Grammys accepting best feature of the year award or something like that. I'm trying to tell you, son. <laughs> But let me read this. All right, shout out to BBC.com. It says luxury group, uh, goods group LVMH and singer Rihanna have agreed have agreed to shut down her Fenty fashion label after less than two years in its production. However, the Savage X Fenty lingerie line will continue as the cosmetic line Fenty Beauty and Fenty Skin. Uh, the parent company said that Fenty's ready to wear clothes will be put on hold pending better conditions. Fashion analysts say although Rihanna has a huge fan base, the Fenty label prices were too steep for most of them, but LVMH and Rihanna pledged to concentrate on the long-term development of the Fenty ecosystem. I mean, like it's, I don't know if then this might be that COVID is affecting. The money might not be coming in for that specifically. They might be like, we're getting it. It's like, I think it's kind of like a kind of a bait thing. Cause like, she got up so many other bags she's in right now with that Fenty branding. That's why I think the Fenty ecosystem thing is it's like, so many like she really needs music great, right bro. now, bro. Like, but I want to hear new Rihanna. That's see, that's that's yes, yes, yes. She out here getting the, the, the duff. You can't tell me Anti wasn't her best album. It was. That was some of the it best master music. Speaking of, speaking of albums, speaking of albums. We meant to speak on um anniversary of Life of Pablo. I know that's y'all favorite Kanye West albums, but whose? That's y'all favorite Kanye West. Nigga, that's album. your favorite Kanye West. I album. hate that Kanye West. I, do too. I don't even Kanye listen West. to that joint. But I like that right, so, there are only three. So, songs. All, right. all right, so so for somebody who does, not my favorite, but I like it. Why? Why is this so? Why do people like this album so much? So why? I don't get it. I don't get the lore with this album at all. Sell it, us on this album, Sue. It was as close as you can get to a Kanye, like as close as you can get to my twisted dark fantasy, and that's as close as the old Kanye we can get. What? Oh, more cocaine? What? what? What was my dick dark, dark twisted fantasy on more cocaine? Like, nah, I feel like, it was like I feel like if I feel like it was my twisted dark fantasy mixed with Jesus, mm, that make more sense. Because yeah, yeah. the 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 leftness of Jesus gives me like this cover and like the rollout and such like that. Like I feel like he was really like if you remember 
that 2011 period when he was really out here with him and uh Amber. Yeah. Just a more slightly mm-hmm. reserved version in a sense, I guess I would say cuz he's married, but he just wants to try to be with the times though. So I think that's where we get the certain records like the um fades and the more, you know, saying tougher records and such. But looking back on it, I mean Fought from fought from ultimate light, ultimate ultra ultra light beam. I'm gonna call it ultimate for some reason. Ultimate, ultimate light beam. Yeah, and I felt like it had some. It was a good. It's some good joints, man. Like I don't know, but but Jesus was like out of nowhere with how it sounded and stuff, and like a lot of the right. songs that's on like for power. It had to grow on me out of nowhere. The tour helped me. I'm gonna hold you. Whoa, seen it live. Oh, live. you saw that shit live? That was yo, that was a that was a show. That was a show, bro. Did he go on a rant? Yes, he actually did one. He actually Ooh. did one on there. Yep. He actually he was talking top top five DOA, all of that such, bro. It was crazy. I wish I still had footage from that joint, bro. But um, just looking at the track list, I mean, it's a lot of songs that I really don't remember, but the main songs that I do are very strong songs. When you guys said Ultralight Beam was crazy. I love that song. Kelly Price cooked food on there. Father Stretch My Hands Part 1 and 2 was dope. I can't listen to that song the same after W Freestyle. Mm, you cr- oh, famous? No, um, Father Stretch My Hands. Because that line that Drake said. Oh, oh no, I'm thinking of the other joint on Yay. Oh, but yeah, I mean it was a lot of it was a lot of hands in that pop for that joint though. Nigga, Kirk Franklin was part of that um, part of that song too. <laughs> Are you with me? Um, famous was cool. I didn't hear famous in a minute though. Man, I oh yeah, yeah, I remember this. This is a good record. Yeah, Taylor Swift this track. What do feedback sound Famous. For all the girls that get kicked from Kanye West. Oh, yeah, yeah. This joint, yeah, this was this joint was crazy. Yeah, yeah. He wilded out with this one. Who produced this joint? I mean, it's mostly Mark. What is it? What's this dude's name? Jesus Christ, bro. I don't want to say the lyricist on that joint. That's just disgusting. This is why I can't look at this nigga track listing no more, bro. Like the producers is Havoc, Conway, coming I mean, Kanye West. Conway, okay. <laughs> Just the fact is Kanye West and Havoc on the same record together doing production is crazy. But um Andrew Dawson, a couple other niggas that nigga know Goldstein, all that good stuff. But Lyricist, Cancer yeah, Bennett, Kanye, Kasim Dean, Mike Dean. Why is Mike Dean a lyricist? <laughs> this is like everybody who just giving ideas or something to Mike a song. Dean like, Park's looking ass. Be like, why the fuck is Mike Dean on there? Why the hell is Mike Dean on a lyricist credit? Like, what lyric did he put into this song, he bro? Wrote, he wrote for Yay. He wrote that chorus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sai Hyder Prince wrote on this. Nah, that's that old Yay right there. But nah, this joint has some good, like, yeah, the I Love Kanye freestyle was cool. Waves was dope. I think the big thing that hurt this was just seeing it was so many hands in the pot. I only like three songs on here. 30 hours. You took, my, you took the words out of my mouth. This is my that's my favorite record. No more parties in LA. Just those three. I like I it, but that record real quick. I've still never seen the hype in that record. I just I don't know. Really? I you don't like more like parties in LA? I feel like I was like, I don't know. 
I don't know. Maybe my expectations was too high. You saw Kendrick's name and your expectations went. Kendrick and Kanye, those were my, like, what they want be at that time, my nigga, like. But Kanye, as a rapper, Kanye. This beat is fire. They oh Rizza gotta be on this. Yeah, both face. Oh no, Mad Lib. Oh we. Oh my God. Yeah, Mad Lib on. That. I forgot he oh, had. Oh my God, Mad bro. I yo. How did I not know that? Yo, Free I always wanted to collab. I went to this concert. I didn't see this nigga live on the tour. That's why I can't do this shit. He do shit like he preachy, preachy, but he give you lines like that. Let, let, him, let him get in the pocket. Then he jumps in a whole nother pocket. God damn. The fact that he can just jump in a different rap rhythm, like rap patterns like that is insane. He's saying songs in a row, bro. Best way to promote some pussy. Exactly. They do it on a freestyle and they just switch a beat. That I get when I get when you switch a pocket like that, but you do it on the same beat, it's just the same song, bro. It's crazy. Yo, while you play that, I'm gonna make a refill. Come on. Come on. Niggas forget Ye is a is a baby so Aquarian, but he was never really with them though. How the crew was like common, common, Erica Badu, West Love, Roots, Jay Dilla, like man, crazy. Just 
texting and driving down my and see, this is the thing with with Kanye. I don't mean to pause it, but this is the thing with Kanye where I, I see why he would credit other people as lyricists on his records. Because the shit that he would be saying like that, where he's talking about having a conversation with his therapist and his kids playing a song, like that sounds like a conversation. You know what I'm saying? And when I seen the video with him and T.I. when they made their song, it was like, what was it, Kanye versus Peter? Something like that. Or T.I. Something like that. But um, they were showing us up in the room having a conversation. Pretty much the conversation that he had pretty much bled onto the record. You know what I'm saying? So in a sense, when he had, say if I'm having a conversation with you, right, and we talking about such and such and such, and your point that you gave to me is so insightful that I use it on my record, but I don't credit you. You'll be you kind of feel a little weird about that, but in a sense, if I do credit you, they'll be right. But if I'm a but if I'm say if, but say if I'm um um Rock Kim or something like that, mm-hmm. and Eric B gave me a, a you know what I'm saying gave me a line gave me something that I'd be like oh yeah that makes sense. He put that on the line, and I, I credit him. People be like oh well shit Eric B was helping him write his rhymes and right, shit like that. So but what if you do that? What if you do that and the people? don't care about the credit because they already well known not just saying like they already well known they don't care and people looking at you like oh he's a great rapper and then people be like oh they're helping them but see that's the thing i think that's where you have to understand what goes on is this a ghost rider conversation yeah Yeah, so what i was saying and what i think what i was saying earlier i think a lot of people's and one of my things with kanye where i kind of fell off was i felt it was a lot of too many people hands in the pot of when it comes to where you see it in the credits, all these people making something. Remember when all when all what was it all what's the joint called? Um, all day. All the lights. All the lights. All day. All day. Remember when that record came out and all the people they found out all the people was on his credit for writers and shit like that. Mm-hmm. People were like, oh wow, Kanye's not writing this stuff. Whoop de whoop. But then I was saying it in relation to when I was listening to the record, we just listened to no parties in L.A. and he was talking about the line where he had the conversation with the therapist and his ki- their kids, you know what I'm saying, was inspired by him and they played a song that was about, you know what I'm saying, suicide or something like that. And what I said is it that those type of bars sound more like a conversation, you know what I'm saying, other than just him just writing this down and just, you know what I'm saying, out of his head, you know what I'm saying? And if you remember when he did the record with T.I., he, he showed the video, they had the conversation and such, about whatever they, what it was going on with the Trump such and all that such, and it bled onto the record. And when it started making me think about, okay, how many more times has this happened? And it came out to a record where the conversation leads to a record. to a record. You know what I'm saying? So I was saying to Brian, where it was like, say if me and him are having a conversation about such and such, and he says something to me that inspires me into me, like, you know what I'm saying? Part of my song where I write this line, but like, you know what I'm saying? He's, well, all right, but this what whoop de whoop. He said this. Well, I'm gonna write this here in a, in a fly way. You know what I'm saying? And if I don't credit him for that idea that that is part of my song, he probably be like, "Well, shit, I I know that I said that to him." You know what I'm saying? And, right. And, and you probably feel a certain type of way. But the fact that I do credit him, you, don't you know what I'm saying? I don't gotta feel no type of way. He's credited. No way about it. Idea, all of that such. So when I see a whole list of that type of stuff. It makes me think either a him and Chance are they sitting down having a conversation and building together such on a sofa, and that goes into the other of ghost writing and all that such and building music and all of that such, which is not 
something that's really frowned upon in music? I think it depends on what you are. Like, if you're a rapper, if you're an MC, it's frowned upon in rap. That's right. It's frowned upon in rap. If you're a musician, music like Puff is a musician. He has ghostwriters. Drake is a musician. He has ghostwriters. But, 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 can you not say that he's not a rapper? Also, he can get in the pocket, but I don't call him a rapper. I mean, when we get shit like Duppy Freestyle, how could we not? He can, you know get in that pocket. he can get in that pocket. I'm just saying, like, and that's the same thing to say with Ye. When we see videos of him in 98 in the clubs with him in GLC and them um, doing freestyles and such, how can I say he's not an MC? 98? 98. You know what I'm saying? What are you like, that? You know, they, all these in Instagram, they'll, you know, they, all these fan pages and oh. shit. But um, if I find it, I'll show Kanye it to you. Twitter. Yeah, shot of price. It'll probably they probably got it from there. Yo, but, um, who's the bigger Kanye fan? It's, it's not that I'm saying that I um I, I champion it or anything, but I can't say that I frown upon it either. When you get to a space where you're literally in a space of making music, I'm not just here to suffice being the best rapper. I'm here to be the best artist. You know what I'm saying? And in that case, I cannot really turn a, a you know what I'm saying a eye turned away to that and be like, oh, that's corny. And I can't strip away his MC roots either when Everybody I see it. When I've seen, we just Everybody see, got a right? It's 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 some type of loophole <laughs> in music in some way. Like we sat there and watched Yay in the Rap City freestyles. You know what I'm saying? How could we take that away from him and say he's not an MC? You know what I'm saying? Like so it's tough to say. Maybe bro. just where he at musically, where he want that to be that. I think you know, like no, I think we can't see, like the connect from. Where what was his last album before Jesus? Um uh Dark Fantasy. Yeah, okay, Dark Fantasy. So, okay, that made my point even better. Each album connect and it like flow with it. You can't really say it don't. Like after it was heartbreak. Dark, Dark Fantasy was supposed to be like the ending of that college shit. He's supposed to be an adult by then. There you go. No, they were just saying that graduation was the end of that trilogy, and then 808s. 808s was the 808s was the graduation of it. What? Sorry, my my, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy was the graduation to 808s. How he was coming out of that dark spell and that depression of 808s. Think of how graduation was all like colors and great beat. That's pretty much what you got. What? You know what I'm saying? My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy just on a more grander level. You know what I'm saying? But if you take from there, yeah. where he's, he's experimenting more and such with sounds and, and different, you know what I'm saying, artists and all those things, you're going to have that itch to evo- you know what I'm saying, evolutionize yourself more. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's kind of like a some type of like, for lack of a better term, evil genius type of thing. Take away evil just type of, you know what I'm saying, type of thing. Think of like Take not to bring it back to comics or anything, but like say if uh Doom creates something, some type of figure, some type of machine, or something like that, and it defeats the fantastic four. Like he would be onto the point where it's like, all right, I did it so well, you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, let me try this another way. Or he Doom is so way like he would he would get them get them in the in the back in the corner where they're defeated, but he wants to soak it in. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's like, yo, I really just did this, and if and he if he could do it again, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to think when he got the Silver Surfer. Like, he was like, all right, I'm this 
the task of beating the Fantastic Four, I'm past that. You know what I'm saying? I'm on to more grander levels now. Now I'm going to take the text, the things that I know and go to a more evolutionized level. Like once you do something, you know what I'm saying, so great, you know what I'm saying, for so long, you know what I'm saying, you're continuing to, evol- you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, big word, ev- evolutionize your stuff. Because that's what Kanye is a big, 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 you know what I'm saying, term of um, evolution in, in hip hop. When you go from, like you said, the backpacks <laughs> to, to well, the so stuff. Whatever, to- whatever the fuck he's wearing now. I mean, not even just the clothes. If you want to just go sounds, if you go from the soul to the synth, you know what I'm saying? He went from soul to synth, synth the synthesized sounds with the um, and now to like using that and using like more stadium style sound. Like it's it's all of that. So it's like he wants to go from that. All right, I mastered this. Let me go to something else now. Now that's where you get in the in the fields of creators where. Shout out to Dame, where you got to take those risks where you either you go all in, you win some, you lose some, but at least you know you went all in with it. And this is something you know is your own creation. So I, I think, think that's Kanye, where you get. Kanye does not because he, I think he, his growth as a rapper was stunted, was stunted a little bit with Yeezus, I feel like. I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that, but that's why I would say the that's, that's, why, why, that's why I go to where creativity has this pros and cons because you can you can be like, all right, I created the Van Gogh, but if I create this joint where I'm trying to do something different, they might not like. Or, same thing we say we say with Verb all the time. You know, saying Verb been trying to switch his style up for so long, where it's, it's like not, that's it's not working. Where it's like, yeah, it's new, but it's not working. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like evolution, evolu- You know what I'm saying? Trying to evolutionize yourself doesn't help in all the spaces where it's like you might have tweaked something too much you know what we I'm may saying? never get spitter kanye no more because now he's like he's already like saying like rap is secular music you but you might have to be inspired it had to be with certain things you got to be inspired too you know what i'm saying and i think that's where you get records like me i like like we just heard no parties in la like that's that's that oh he, he won a christian we know what i mean though but still that's coming off the Yeezus shit and all that stuff, whatever, whatever. But I feel you though. I just think Kanye's so far into trying to create something new that he's we he's lost the foundation of what we love him for. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. And that's that's pretty much for me in that sense. And it's like that's through the ghostwriting and all of that such where it's like he doesn't care about none of that stuff no more. He's thinking past that. And if you're not on that wave with him, mm-hmm. then you're just not on that wave with him. And then some people like me, I'm just not on the way with them. He's thinking spiritually, but at the same time, he's kind of alienating a lot of his fan base. He is. He is. I mean, but I mean, I don't know, man. It's tough with Ye because it's like we grew up with him. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's like your cousin. You you can't let go. You know what I'm saying? Like that, you know that you know, crazy, you know man. He's crazy motherfucker, but you know he's still part of the fam. If whenever he get right, he you know he got a home. You know what I'm saying? When he get right, yeah, when he get right. I will say this: after this divorce, oh, next, I'm gonna be fired. Oh, eight oh eight part two, part two, part two. Well, I don't know, man. He, I feel like he the one who initiated it, so we might get a my beautiful dark twisted fantasy part two. Fuck is you talking about, my nigga? Hell of a life part two. Oh, we, need, we need blame game part two. I need hell of a life part two, my nigga. <laughs> Give me that. Uh, that uh, hell of a life uh, is pretty much what I feel what life of Pablo is for an, as, as an album. That beat is crazy. 
the, the content and all, he would just like Kanye was a wild nigga on my beautiful, I mean, on um, fucking my life of Pablo. Now, allegedly, 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 bro. He was talking about bleach buttholes, bro. Legend, nothing. That nigga was a wild nigga on that shit, bro. <laughs> That nigga was wildin'. Um, see if it's anything uh new music. Uh shout out to Lucky Day. Um, dope project, table for two. He did a he dropped the project over the weekend. Um, it's a project pretty much him he was looking he was looking real elegant in that cover. Yo, right in the judge look, look mad chill, right? Mm-hmm. But um got him featuring uh some new artists that I'm 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 checking out, Joyce Rice, uh Mal- Mah- Mahalia. I gotta check her out some more. And- Mahalia. Griselda oh, yeah. Broncos' mom? Nah, um, and Yeba, um, if, I, if I'm pronouncing it right, but Yeba it was a project, music? A seven seven song EP, huh? Yeba still making music. I don't know what that is, but she she's she's dope though. They had a this record was dope, but um, got seven song um EP featuring all women. So table for two is him featuring different women. You know what I'm saying? Pulling up to the table. You know what I'm saying? That was a dope concept. You know what I'm saying? Real dope concept. And you know what I'm saying? Valentine's Day weekend. It's time for some new, you know what I'm saying? R&B music in these streets. I, I was like, I was happy to see that. Um, What else did we have? Me and uh, Sue, we listened to um, Pink Sweat's album over the weekend. Nice album. He dropped his um debut album. Nice joint. Nice. Gives me like that uh Khalid vibe. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like that more... He has those nice like R&B vibes, but you can get to the poppy bag, bag too. But that's dope for him to expand the sound. So, but it's a nice album. Is it like crazy, 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 crazy? No, but it's a good, it's a good R&B album. You know me. We, I want to see more. You know, what I'm saying male R&B artists. You know, what I'm saying pushing in the game. We need to get a good balance. You know, what I'm saying I can't be already singing all these female um, love songs all the time. They're great, but I need some more male artists. Iron straight. You know what I'm saying? We got Brent. Brent always put out some good material. You know, some good. Yeah, material. he dropped a little three pack over the um weekend too. Um, he dropped it. Said do not, do not listen or some shit like that. But he dropped listening. a little three pack on um Dropbox um through his Twitter and shit like that. So go on his Twitter. You probably be able to still check it out. Um, nice couple records on there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm still ready for a project, but I mean, it's a nice couple records. You know what I'm saying? Brent, Brent makes. Texture X music. Yeah, I ain't gonna do the what I want to say. He makes a lot of good music. Like when you get record, you gotta listen to his records like with Sonder too fast or like you know what I'm saying. Um, what's my one joint? Uh my joint off the something. world, man. Been away, clouded. What's the one joint though? It's like kids, something. Uh hold on. My man's uh hold on. Hey, you got the shit in chopped and scored. I gotta listen to it. Lost kids get money. Yeah, songs like that, or you know, what I'm saying, let me know. Like you got joints like that. I think it's more you got more introspective or light. You know, what I'm saying, life thinking type songs and shit like that. More people got to give light to. And I, I mean, future thing is cool, but you got to listen to more of his music. That I think that'll take him out of that bag. Shit, he's, he was on the record with Yay and fucking um Ty Dolla Sign. Shit, what was Yay him? Cool. Ty Wait, was it? Who was it? It was on Ty Dollar's album. Hold on, give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. I gotta go back to that feature of Ty Dollar's album too. That was oh the Kanye album. Oh, it was on. Um, it was on Yay. It was um. Was it Yay? Wouldn't wouldn't leave. Ghost Town. Was it wouldn't leave? It might be something else. Then I don't know. Were he talking about how Kim ain't leaving? <laughs> scary foreshadowing might be wrong, but but yeah man he's been he's he's definitely like he can get in different pockets man but yeah we got some good music man some off over the weekend man that i've been looking into nothing um 
too crazy. Obviously, other we had the Judas and the Black Messiah EP. You had the that, Nas that, record that on there. That over the Nas record on there with um him and Hit Boy. You got the her record fight for you. I thought that was a good joint. Herbo um, spitting on there. Where I didn't I didn't I missed that one. I missed that one. Mm-hmm. I did like the something ain't right joint with um Sego, JID yeah. and Rhapsody. That joint was dope. I like I just like JID's really been growing on me a lot lately, man. I gotta get into some more of his projects. Caprio, man, the Caprio projects. Um, I definitely got to see what's popping with this Smino and Saba. I heard they had some a uh, project out. I've been hearing a lot of good things from them too. You be, have you um jumped onto that Smino Saba? Smino, Any of them no, Saba is that like Sada Baby? Not Sada Baby. Saba is is a, is a is another dude. Yeah, and, you know I see Emily Wilson and them niggas. You know what I'm saying, champion them up and such. I was like, okay, okay, let me see what's going to do. You sound like the nigga. It's not like the Jamaican nigga that was signed to um that was signed to Flipmo. What was his name? Lava. <laughs> oh damn, you stupid, Brad. Let me see. Make sure I ain't missing anything before we get up out of here. Let me see. We well, talk. Let's about. get our waves out the out the way. Yeah, get your joints ready while I'm looking. Um, let's see. Let's see. I got a short one. I got a short one this week. I still gotta check out that damn Snyder cut. I keep forgetting about that shit. Trailers oh. out with the Joker. Oh, new verses, new verses, new verses. So D'Angelo is doing uh actual. He's gonna be performing a versus concert. With friends at the Apollo on February twenty seventh. At the Apollo? Yeah, during a via Instagram live still. But given how just you know what I'm saying I was giving D'Angelo's flowers a couple uh, weeks ago with the I was in a versus concert. You know, it's pretty much just gonna have him performing and just have people pull up with him. Mm. But I mean, you know me, I'm a soul Aquarius head, bruh. All off top, people I need to see pull up. Raphael Sadiq. Ooh. No, but we need we need Sadiq to go into uh, a Tony Tony Tone. Um, no, Sadiq voice ain't changing years. He don't gotta do shit. That's the thing. His voice ain't changing years. I want to hear feels good though. I mean, if you want to hear some of his records, I got you. I feel you on that. But they better they gotta do uh, must my joint. You should be here with me, babe. That's my joint, bruh. But I mean, last I want to see Raphael pull up. Obviously, the roots. Just let it be the soul Aquarians, bro. Like, come on, give us a, a Dilla tribute. Like Just all of that, man. Badu. Mm-hmm. Thank Scott. you, bro. Like they got records that they can do, bro. Like it's so many records that they could pull out with D'Angelo. Like it's a good record I seen earlier that they did on this um Erica and D'Angelo did on this Marvin um anniversary type album. Really dope joint. But you know, D'Angelo is one of my guys, man. Especially like I said, he just had his anniversary with Voodoo a couple a couple weeks ago. This is some good timing, man, because I need to hear Send It On live. Just that smooth van with the saxophones playing. Oh, man. You see, well, so you see well, I, was just playing mad, uh, I was just playing mad of his live performances a couple a couple you days. Got, you got a lot of D'Angelo in that playlist, too. Yeah, bro. I, I can't sleep on that man, bro. He was one of them boys. He was one of them boys. That's why people this think, is very warranted. Like, people I think he's just hot as a field. They forget they forget devil's pie was in fucking um, belly. Like they forget mm-hmm. that shit. Mm-hmm. The slice, won't the pie. So let me see. He was talking with uh, yeah, why does DJ Ed oh, nice look like um Roy Jones Jr.? I know you I know you're in the studio working, but I got a couple of questions. I want to play like two songs and get your thoughts on them. 
tell me, tell me the making of this song right here, man. Mm. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna have to go find this little, little Instagram live, D'Angelo and D Nice. People really forget D'Angelo was really like, like when it came to soul, man, in that late '90s, mid to late '90s period. That dude was the him Maxwell, man. But D'Angelo, man, is it's like it was the period before when he was just like. The cool soulful nigga, then the nigga came back as a goddamn deity to these hoes, bruh. Like, yo. The nigga went from brown sugar to how does it feel? And it was like, hold the fuck up now. Like, this nigga stole my bitch now. Like, I thought this nigga was just some nigga with some nappy ass braids singing some soul songs. You know what I wanted to do? I think I'm going to do this shit for Valentine's Day next year for whoever the lucky lady may be. I'm going to record myself like D'Angelo. In the How Does It Feel video. Nah, you gotta, then, do, you gotta do it like JB Fox, bruh. By then, I'm gonna have the abs and shit. So I'm gonna record myself as D'Angelo in the How Does It Feel video. I'm gonna send it to Shorty and be like, yo, happy Valentine's Day. I'm gonna be like this. And then, you know, saying they're going, the camera's gonna go down and shit. They're gonna see the, you know, creative, creativity. Um, well, I can actually, I'll start with my wave. Um, cause this is a song I've been playing so much lately. I don't know why it's been in a very big and crazy Whitney bag lately. I don't know why though. I have no clue why, but Whitney Houston, I don't know. I was going to say about. something very problematic, but not today, not today. I don't want to so tell him. I don't want to hear no Whitney slander. You said Whitney and you said bag. But I was like, let me take this right. You are a sick right. nigga. You're let a sick nigga. Let me take this right. Let me take Don't this have Bobby right. Cook your, Bobby gonna come whoop your ass. He gonna cook something, all right? You know, but, um, but now I'm gonna start my joint off. I've been watching a lot of her live performances and just... Her husband haunts you. This, what? <laughs> Yo, this nigga just said a list of people. Nah, but like, I always said three people. You say you won't find his brother, sister, auntie, mother. I said it goes to Whitney and Bobby Christina and her step brother, husband, whoever he was to her. I didn't say that. All I said, I caught myself before I even said it. All right, I'm saying don't don't end up. This don't turn. This don't end up like pushing T. (laughs) They flamed him for that. Yeah, but um, but nah, man. I guess I've been watching so many of her live performances and just. She, I just still think she is the best singer I've ever laid eyes on, bro. Whoever graced like, like, yeah, her, her, Tony, her, Tony, and Mariah. I think we had this conversation on the show already. We got, we got, we got, we had to spend the block on our um favorite singers of all time. You know what I'm saying? Because you, I, I had a conversation about that on my um on my Facebook a couple of days, I mean, a couple of weeks ago. But um, but yeah, I'm gonna get into this record off the um. What's it called? The goddamn bachelor off the uh what's it called? Bodyguard soundtrack. I have oh, nothing. Oh, this man. song, goddamn. This is the one you play from the bodyguard soundtrack? Yeah, bro. This is my sh- stop playing, bro. <laughs> stop playing. This is heat, heat rock right here. She was singing on this bitch. It's for that valent, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? All them Valentine's Day lovers, you know what I'm saying? This is, I hope, hopefully, your, your man's played a record like this for you. Like the cat. 
Girls don't sing like this no more. Mm. They don't sing like this no more. They, they sing now. like this, but they don't sing like this no more. Hey, Stevie, let that girl naked over there. I'm Ray Child. <laughs> hey, Ray, let that girl naked over there. <laughs> I, 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 I'm gonna make it. Hey, watch over that bucket. Watch over that bucket. <laughs> oh shit. We shall let the queen sing. People really forget about this, man. They really forget how great she was, man. They let the, they let the stories cloud it, man. Matter of fact, yo, if you got a pen or anything, write this song down. We about to, we gonna, we gonna get our, we gonna get the playlist black popping. Are y'all in the same place again? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what day was it when this nigga passed you the blunt? I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Them bands was cooking back then, bruh. This is this is we got pipes. If a woman ever sung this to me, bruh, you got me. I'm you got me, girl. I'm going to Zales and I'm home. girl. I'm girl. I, all right. Just don't talk to him no more, please. <laughs> like I just said block them. Shit. 
Don't go to his games no more. <laughs> just, 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 just block him, please. For me, for me, please. Don't go to his basketball games no more, please. Oh my god. This song gonna make you think. Let me I let bet, me bring uh, the mood back. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Uh, what's his name? Ben Simmons said to uh, oh, <laughs> what's his name? Cook at these if he dropped like thirty six on him, bruh. He told that nigga, your bitch <laughs> tastes like honey nut Cheerios. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> We told her, yo, she tastes like honey nut Cheerios. Yo, for a nigga to get your girl stolen from, and then he dropped thirty on you, bruh. Pain. Yo, niggas definitely gotta hit the NBA therapist for the for a quick couple days, bruh. Pain, I'm taking the Kyrie man. break for a couple days, bruh. I gotta get my thoughts right. Yo, the piss. Yo, I'm about to call the niggas piss. The, the feeling might be fucked up after this. Uh, after this break. Yo, he. <laughs> And then MVP season is over. Oh no, nah, MVP is still the MVP. Where is Echo coming from? Echo, I don't hear anything. I do. You oh, hear anything, sir? So? I'll probably yeah. be about hitting the table. Oh my! Embiid's MVP season still stands. I don't know, man. This nigga, this nigga, Ben Simmons might be a little hurt in these streets, bro. If this, this nigga go back to Phoenix, man, he don't, and them niggas don't win. He got to drop jerseys like Blake Griffin is shit. He got to drop 50 and hit a three in his face. And you know Ben Simmons can't shoot can't for elbow shit. that nigga. He might just got to drop 50 and get the flagrant. Ben Simmons can't shoot for shit. So he got to hit a three and he can't shoot. And he got to do it. In, he got to make it in them. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. Nash, too. He got a Sean Marion it. That's just nasty, B. I seen that shit and I was crying, B. Like, Devin Booker oh. is really that nigga, bro. <laughs> Kendall Jenner is out here in these NBA streets. Booker, he dropped 70 on him. She like, he's dropped 70 in the game. He's, she is out here in these streets. Um, what y'all got, gonna, man? So pull up a uh, wave you've been playing for the week. That's what we do, man. Uh, while, while he looks for his, I'll just play mine. Um, 2014, uh, Rick Ross. Uh, he drives as uh, a freestyle, I think, like a little Lucy. It's called Oyster Perpetual, and the mm. sample, the sample to this shit is magnifique. This on the um, Anastasia mixed it, yep. Mm-hmm. No, it's on the um, what is this shit called? Albert. Nah, Albert Anastasia was 2011. Okay, the 2014 so gotta be uh, it was market uh, black dollar. Black the mark uh the bar mitzvah black bar oh mitzvah. oh yes 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 yep. that was a goodie that was a yes. little right there it's all about your movement as is oyster perpetual Swiss so accurate presidential Dirty niggas, right? Dirty niggas, right? God damn it. This is such a good time for Ross. Yo, Ross wasn't missing. In this in this era, Ross was not missing. 
I mean, he still isn't, but this is kind of like his level up. He's losing weight, too. This is like an easy layup. Mm-hmm. I think the only other person I've heard use this sample was Dave East. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think I remember this one. Oh, I remember this shit. I remember that line right there. Yeah. Yeah, see, this came out before Mastermind. Yep. Black Bar Mitzvah. Yep. I remember that shit. Black Bottle Boys. Oh, I remember that era. Yeah. When Bel Air damn near just came out. Nigga, I had I had Bel Air. I've already made it a tradition for New Year's to get Bel Air. This is my second New Year's drinking Bel Air. Nigga, that shit is so smooth. I, I, I look you fuck with that rose shit. That shit tastes good. Fam, that shit is smooth, man. That shit definitely smooth. What you got for us, Sue, bro? Bring us home, Sue. I got tsunami surf. It's fun. It's so funny because I found this like probably like a day ago, and it was no relation to y'all versus battle. But I was like, oh, damn, I should have told him he should have played this because this he's was like one of oh, he, he playing songs you should have played during the versus. Yo, so I was like, yo, like. Like no, I just seen I knew that he was a G unit kind of sore, bro. Bias like a motherfucker. Can I say an honorable mention for my wave of the week or whatever? Nah, please. I'm a guest. <laughs> say honorable mention, please. I'm a guest. Honorable mention. Bringing new rules and shit. Play your song, nigga. Can I? Can I get an honorable mention? Before I get into my wave, meet my honorable mention okay. is five hundred yeah. ounces, five hundred dollar ounces. Um, but yeah. It's 50 Cent, Maybe We Crazy. It was the theme song for uh, Bulletproof, the video game. Oh, damn. That's a deep cut. Uh-huh. Let's take a minute. I remember this. Yeah. I remember this. Bring your mic towards the mic towards the uh, mic. Pause. Oh shit. Oh shit, shit, shit. YouTube shit. Y'all get a streaming platform, nigga. <laughs> YouTube premium. <coughs> I mean the hook. That nigga Los. That nigga Los. He out here cooking food. Should've played that song. No, that nigga Los beat that nigga Ari. That's what that, that's what he need to be saying. Reminder, you know you, know you, you, know you lost, bro. Reminder, you know you lost. 
America, the video is out there. Uh, get your bars off pod Facebook page. Go look it up. Is as the live stream is there. Go cast your vote. Still up? It's still up. Oh, it's love. Go it cast your vote. Love. They let us live. The UMG let us live. Go cast your vote. vote. UMG, come out at your boy, bruh. I need, I, I need to be a music supervisor around there anyway. You gotta, you gotta holler at Lucius Grand. I'm Lucious open for a versus too. I'm open for a versus. Deezy? Yo, we should get DZ and Joe. We should set up DZ and Joe. I, no, I still need my rematch from the Kendrick Lamar J. Cole joint. Uh, I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, that's the nigga you lost to. You don't want yeah, that. that was early in my time. You don't want that smoke. Cole came out with some more don't, class. Don't, 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 don't do Kendrick. that. Oh, real quick. My record has been very, very substantial since then. Please don't do that, sir. You know, really my brown skin and my brown skin people, but Kendrick gonna die to that light skinned house. Name. I just, look I just see, look at, this, look at all this self hate during Black History Month. Oh my god, where's Umar? Where's... You gotta embrace it to love it. Do Real I gotta quick, talk into my uh, mic like this? Condolences and RIPs to Nicki Minaj. Uh, yes. Her dad uh, died in a hit and run today. Uh, prayers, prayers, prayers to everyone. And yeah, hopefully her mental is right. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, you know what I'm saying? Everything because that is something really, 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 really something tough losing the mm -hmm. father, mother, any of that nature, man. That's, oof. I couldn't. I couldn't know what she's going through, man. I lost. I know you understand that situation. So you know don't come out the same. same. You don't yeah. come out the same. But definitely blessings to her, man. Hope she she gets through that strong, man. Nobody like I said. I can't. There's nothing more I can say than that. Just keep her in the prayers, man. For real, for real. But oh uh, man, on that note, man, let's get ready to close this joint out, man. Get a nice little song to close this joint out. You know what I'm saying? We out this bitch, man. Shout out to nigga Deezy for pulling up, man. All three hours with the boys. You know, I'll come up with a super kick. I might just super kick both of these niggas. Oh, okay, Nick Jackson. I was thinking more Adam Cole, but you know. Here we go. I'm going to play some Larry June to close this out, this bitch. Larry June. <laughs> Shit be moving fast, gotta make the right decisions. Tryna shake that fast money, man. We really need some millions. Gotta watch the ones you hang. But I love you cause you stuck around when times got rough for you I'm saying like knocked my first game and it felt like a dream Sold my first sip and it felt like a dream Bought my first whip and it felt like a dream Touched my first honey and I turned that to three Now nigga eat me, ballin' all season I gotta sell something, tell me if you need me Bust another play, play, knock, knock, knock Bitch, I'm on ground mode 
Lo 